7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, join me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hi. It's the weekend edition? Yeah. I it was Tuesday. No, you got to move into your mic too. So, <laughs> I thought it was Tuesday. I got to work on this. This is the new house, everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. So, <gasps> no apologies. Um, Tuesday, I drank too much beer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Did you black out? Um. Oh, okay. No, no. no I never. No. Never. Never. I like, I like. I like beer. You like beer? So. Uh, and Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome to the program, sir. I'm a good man. I'm oh, good my man. God. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm a good man. You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Shut I'm good. up. <laughs> good. Oh, Hi. my God. So, what a fucking embarrassment. This, this, uh, the past couple days have been i mean we've got right wing heads exploding left and right um just just right just right oh i'm sorry just right (laughs) right and right right. and writer (laughs) right and wrong um and and you know this whole kavanaugh confirmation i mean i didn't think I, i mean seriously they two words merrick garland Right? Mm-hmm. They're freaking out again about, you know, as Joe, you talked about some made-up deadline or, you know, uh, the, the made-up hour, the 13th hour. You brought this to us at the 13th hour. We can't possibly consider it. You know, why didn't you bring it to us a month and a half ago? It was only a fucking month and a half ago. You know, not 10 months, Merrick Garland was, was, was shut out from even talking to anybody from the senate for 10 months that's right and you know so obviously everybody knows what's going on uh boof kavanaugh is a liar (laughs) boof tender tenderfoot (laughs) god almighty you know uh the the these the hearings that have been going on the last two days um dr uh blazy ford gave impassioned, incredible testimony about what Brett Kavanaugh and his asshole friend tried to do to her back in 1982, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, can I just correct something? They go tried ahead. to rape her. 
Yeah. They tried to rape her, but they did succeed in sexually assaulting her. They did. They did. They they, <clears throat> they failed to rape her, and as in her own words, thought she might accidentally be killed because it was such a brutal attack. Well, it's because she was being suffocated. Yeah. I I tweeted this out when she talks about I thought that Brett would might accidentally kill me. It was because she was trying to fight off a possible rape at the same time that she could not breathe. When she right. says he put his hand over her mouth, it was also over her nose. Yeah. Right. And the weight he was probably putting on her when she was yeah, pinned he's a down. Yeah, football player. Yeah, and he was, of course, he had beer muscles on. He was all jacked up because uh, if, if, if the timing is right, God bless Sheldon Whitehouse and other people, if the timing was right, he would just had come from a workout on July 1st, 1982. Yeah, went to Tim, Timmy's house. Yeah. Timmy. He went to Timmy's house. For skis. What a douche. Skis. <laughs> that, was, that was a word at the time, Joe. I... See, but, I was but brewskis, brewskis, I, I get, but skis, no. come on. Skis, skis was a word. We're gonna get mm. some skis. Mm-mm. We just called it beer and cakes. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's just the thing. But no, I was in my thirties by then. I was out of the beer thing. I mean, I, I wasn't a beer person. I wasn't a drinker. Yeah. But no, you, know. you were probably out of the old. Well, you were never oh. in the rapey thing, but you weren't in that whole clicky kind of. No, I was a nerd in high school, and yeah. and I I was not in with the athletes and the athlete wannabes that hung around with the athletes. I wasn't in that social circle. Yeah. Well, all my friends were little twerps like me. Let me let me get to some of the audio from yesterday because I and I'm not gonna. I made a decision not to play too much. I don't have any of Ted Cruz. I don't have any Mike Lee. I don't have. You know, I, I I hardly have any. I have a little bit of Lindsey Graham, but not his not his you know shriek fest in, in the in the committee. Uh, I have some audio from him in the hallway, so don't worry. I'm not going to inundate everybody with tons of audio um, from any conservatives, including uh, Kavanaugh. I have some stuff that is important to hear that Kavanaugh said because he's a liar, because he's a partisan fucking hack. I mean, I, I had to laugh. I had laugh my ass off when he was like, "I'll be a good judge. I won't be partisan. I won't, you know, I'll represent everybody." And then he launched into this. This is just fucking mind blowing. Listen to this. You sowed the wind. For decades to come, I fear that the whole country will reap the whirlwind. What? The behavior of several of the Democratic members of this committee at my hearing a few weeks ago was an embarrassment. But at least it was just a good old-fashioned attempt at borking. Those efforts didn't work. Boofing? When I did at least okay enough at the hearings that it looked like I might actually get confirmed, a new tactic was needed. Some of you were lying in wait and had it ready. This first allegation was held in secret for weeks by a Democratic member of this committee and by staff. It would be needed only if you couldn't take me out on the merits. When it was needed, this allegation was unleashed and publicly deployed over Dr. Ford's wishes. 
And then, and then, as no doubt was expected, if not planned, came a long series of false last-minute smears designed to scare me and drive me out of the process before any hearing occurred. Crazy stuff. Gangs, illegitimate children, fights on boats in Rhode Island. All nonsense reported breathlessly and often uncritically by the media. This has destroyed my family. Really? And my good name. A good name built up through decades of very hard work and public service (laughs) at the highest levels of the American government. And beer. This whole two-week effort has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit. Fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump and the 2016 election. Fear that has been unfairly stoked about my judicial record. Revenge on behalf of the Clintons. And millions of dollars in money from outside left-wing opposition groups. Another pen. This is a circus. The consequences will stand long past my nomination. The consequences mm-hmm. will be with us for decades. Yes. This grotesque and coordinated character assassination will dissuade competent and good people of all political persuasions from serving our country. And no, as we all Matt know, Lucas. in the United yep. States political system of the early 2000s, what goes around comes around. I am an yep. optimistic guy. He's an optimistic guy. The booth is half full. Um, oh, God. You know, hearing this without my emotions high like they were yesterday, mm-hmm. again, I, I, the Clintons? Yeah, he threw everything. He threw everything out there. And and I I didn't get the more hysterical audio of him out, except for you know this this one you know you're a good man a good man a good man shut yeah up. his his crocodile tears yeah I, that oh, performance oh and his his, his wife was really good too in a supporting role his <sighs> wife knows exactly what he did you know Barb Barb was saying to me look at her I would bet he slaps her around. And I said I wouldn't doubt it. Well, she probably knows exactly what he's like. I guess, when he's drunk. Here's a couple things about that whole performance. And again, you know, I, I felt it was important to play this stuff because it's like we can't have a guy like this. I mean, can you imagine once he gets in and he's blaming all of his rage about his family being ruined and his good name being ruined? He can't sit on the court now after he attacked Democrats like that. Well, I want to say that's no, that's, that's exactly disqualifying. The, the, he he literally came in and said, "I am biased." Yeah, yeah. He, he created he created Democrats a whole other he created a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. He created a whole other reason that he's not qualified. Yes. That has yeah. nothing to do with the sexual assault or his his. Uh, it, it, it's called judicial temper, temperament. Yeah, yes. he doesn't have. And and so, and so two things two things out of that. I, I uh, first thing, I've never ever ever seen a man behave like that that's innocent i've never ever ever seen somebody that angry 
and that like you know again crocodile tears and he's got his he's got his strong little big boy face and he's trying to make sure you know i mean oh just everything just all the ugliness and the eyebrow you know Mm -hmm. just so much rage somebody who's innocent doesn't no, they don't act like that. I'm sorry. That yeah, is somebody who is reacting. Like, he's acting like he has severe guilt and baggage. That's what he's acting like. I'll tell you who acts like that. Kids drunk. kids who get caught doing shit that they're not supposed to do by their parents. I didn't do it. I didn't do oh, it. Yeah, you just hate me. You hate me. Yeah. Not every kid acts but, like that. No, but little punk spoiled <laughs> brats, little little rich spoiled yeah. brats do. <laughs> And that's I what mean, he's been his entire I, I, life. When I heard him yesterday, I just thought, is is he drunk? Because if yeah, he's he not drunk, I would hate to see how he acts when he is drunk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Blind I'm drunk, kidding. too. I'm, I know. And, and, and I'm starting to think, he, starting to think that he had is, a few belts before he went up there. Well, that's... I I, I feel like he boofing did. in the cloakroom. Because... His his opening statement was, "I wrote this last night." Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote this last night, and I was like, "Really?" You hung over? Really? You wrote really? this last night. You shouldn't have. And, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you really you really should not have. And if he wasn't drunk, okay, were you faking your testimony a couple of weeks earlier when you seemed calm and measured? Yeah. Or uh, who who is this person and? Joe's yeah. right. Judicial temperament. He does not belong on any seat at this point. And, and After let me, yesterday, I, yeah. I mean that. And let me say this, too. Anybody who has any kind of critical thinking skills and is halfway logical... Um, would realize that he doesn't have the temperament after that shit show that he put on. And not only that, not only that, but if if, if a woman went before the Senate... Oh, good lord! And acted like that. Mm-hmm. They would. They would have called in the firing squad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Imagine Hillary Clinton in front of the Benghazi committee. For I didn't do it. Hours. I didn't do it. I'm a good I man. I'm a good lady. Benghazi is. You're not Guys, fair. they do that to current sitting senators when they act too yeah. emotional. Yeah. Oh yeah. On that committee. On yes. that committee. Yes. I mean, it, it was disgusting. How many disgusting. times did they go after Kamala Harris? Oh, yeah. Did he shut her down? Because, what, she's she's too uppity. She's, <laughs> she's uppity and she's angry. Yeah. And, she, and she's smart and she's a prosecutor. And mm-hmm. she has probing questions that you don't want you don't want asked. No, I just, I feel like just based on, and, and there's a part of me that really does believe this because I'm a little bit more optimistic than people think yeah but there is a really big part of me that believes that his behavior and his opening statement a lot of the republicans on that committee are like um wait a minute this isn't the guy that we met where did I, this guy come from yeah i know it's, it's like jekyll and hyde but the thing is i think a, a lot of people were like i mean i could you know a lot of people were like, oh no that was a that was great. You know, it was incredible what happened. It was kind of funny because Trump, uh, and I think I have the audio for later for this. Trump said, oh, you know, um, yeah, Dr. Ford's testimony was very credible. And then he said what <laughs> what um, uh, uh, Kavanaugh said was 
incredible. <laughs> I was like, uncredible, maybe, but uh, not credible. But, you know, I, I, it, it was... It seemed like Trump didn't really like the fact that he was bawling the way he was. It seemed to me. I don't know. And I think that's why he so easily... I, I, it's not that he believes Dr. Ford. It's not that he respects women. It's that I think he saw him bawling. And was like, what the fuck is this? Because Trump doesn't cry. He doesn't respect people people who cry. No, that is a good point. So I, I think you have something there. I, I would like to, quiet today. An, another not only quiet, very, very, very um, pliable as far as oh yeah, requesting the FBI and, and saying yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. We'll get to the, yeah, we'll get to that. He yeah, and I'll I'll play that later. That that has more to do with the the again the FBI investigation. But I want to play something else that I think was absolutely disqualifying. Um, the Amy Klobuchar had oh. a very a very simple question for Kavanaugh because this is regarding you know things that were said in his yearbook, things that said you know were said uh, in his calendar, I believe. Um, uh, you know, just it, 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 based on on other people talking about Kavanaugh being a, a blackout drunk and in a, in a sloppy drunk, and Amy Klobuchar just asked him straightforward in a very polite fashion, and I couldn't believe how he responded. I, I, I you know, it wasn't the first time he did it either. Drinking is one thing, but the concern is about truthfulness. And in your written testimony, you said sometimes you had too many drinks. Uh, was there ever a time when you drank so much that you couldn't remember what happened or part of what happened the night before? No, I, I, no. I remember what happened. And I think you've probably had beers, Senator. And, and so, so you're saying there's never been a case where you drank so much that you didn't remember what happened the night before or part of what happened? That's, you're asking about yeah, blackout. I don't know. Have you? I don't know. Have you? Could you answer the question, that wasn't, Judge? I just, and that wasn't so the question. You, that's not happened. Is that your answer? Yeah, and I'm curious if you have. <laughs> I have no drinking problem, Judge. Yeah, nor do I. Okay, thank you. No, but it sounds like you sure did. Um, and, and, well, actually, it sounds like you still do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Ask him mm-hmm. about blackout drunk. And so, he he also brought the, said that, I don't know if it was the first or second time he did that, but he said it to Sheldon Whitehouse, too, which is in a bit of audio I have for later. Um, but um, then, apparently, somebody said, hey, jackass... Did you realize that one of her parents was a was an alcoholic? And he came back in and he said this. Just going to say, and, uh, I started my last colloquy by saying to Senator Columbuchar how much I respect her and respected what she did at the last hearing. And she asked me a question at the end that I responded by asking her a question, and I didn't. Sorry, I did that. This is a tough process. I'm sorry about that. I appreciate that. I, I would like to add when you have a parent that's an alcoholic. Uh, you're pretty careful about drinking. And um, and the second thing is I was truly just trying to get to the bottom of the facts and the evidence. And I, again, believe we do that by opening up the FBI investigation. And I would call it a background check instead of investigation. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, just let me so, say this. Yeah. 
She told him when she gave the question. Mm-hmm. It was before that. Nobody had to tell him about her father. Oh, I she didn't. She said, oh, my oh, that's, father that's was right. an alcoholic and still is, that he's still in AA at 90 years old. That's right. I she remember told that. him that when she asked the question. So nobody had to tell him when he came, before he came back. She told but him in somebody, the question. Somebody probably had to remind him said did you do you realize what she said so thank you i i, I forgot about that no she I, shared that whole part about her her yeah. father thank before you, she asked him about so. blacking out so i just want to make that straight I, i'm really yeah. glad that you did that because that means again this guy who is going to be on the people think is going to be on the supreme court i'm still holding out guys but that means that he's not even listening yeah, we have one final he chance. Listen, we have one final chance, and we'll see what happens. But I want to I want to say this because I knew I was in a band, and I'll use his first name with a guy named Scott when I was in the I was in the band Lionel Jefferson Airplane. Hated that band name. Um, and he was the singer. I played bass in the band, and I had to quit because of all the drama. And part of the drama was Scott being a blackout drunk. We would go do shows. He would uh, drink a few beers and just be fall down and like, you know, jumping. He was a smaller guy, so he'd always like try and jump on people's backs and stuff like that. And he fucked up my back a couple times, you know, wanting to like a piggyback ride, jumping up, you know, running up behind when I didn't know he was coming and would do that. And one time I threw him across the room, um, you know, because I was I was my back had already been in pain and, and he did that. And um, he would forget his lyrics. He would fall down. Uh, he'd fall off the stage. Um, and I remember one time it was it was hilarious because the drummer in another band he was in, I, I, I helped pick him up after he fell off the stage. And Matt, the drummer from that band, just looked out from behind the drums and was like, somebody's got to watch the baby. <laughs> oh wow! And and uh, and I just kind of rolled my eyes and picked him up and propped him in a corner. But so after all these antics of him doing this, and again, he wasn't drinking a ton of beer. He definitely wasn't boofing. And by the way, boofing means ingesting, or I don't know if it's called ingesting. Basically, it's using an alcohol enema and injecting your rectum, your colon, whatever, with with alcohol. And your colon apparently, your uh, frat boys do. I didn't know about it until until uh, yesterday. But yeah, boofing. It's not. I didn't know it's about not. It's not. A, it's I not heard, a. Euf- I heard about tampons. It's not a euphemism for flatulence. It's about. It's about doing. You know. I don't know if they do a handstand or whatever the hell they do. But they. Uh, you know, boofing is is putting vodka in an enema or something like that. And I guess your colon can soak up alcohol much quicker than, you know, just drinking. So they would get... Can you imagine, though? You know, if if you could get alcohol into your system that quick, how fall-down drunk you would be? I mean, that's insane. Especially vodka. Because you wouldn't have to taste it, you know? I mean, yeah, your asshole would be on fire. But, you know... So, so Scott, Scott would get, you know, he, he didn't boo for anything. He just would drink beer and he'd get fall down drunk. Well, one time the show was being videotaped. This was, 
um, actually after I was out of the band because it was getting so bad. Uh, but I talked to my the the guitarist and the drummer about this after the fact because they were like, you know, we're we're going to do an intervention, whatever. I I for, was thinking at first I was part of it, but I wasn't. I, um, now you see again, memory isn't perfect, <laughs> you know. But right. uh, but it, so I was talking to the guys and they were like, yeah, we videotaped this show. Uh, I don't remember where the show was because I wasn't there. But he's like, we videotaped this show and we showed it to Scott, and I was like, no shit what happened because because he they videotaped that he was fall down drunk didn't remember lyrics totally blacked out didn't remember it the next day and was like yeah fun show whatever and they're like yeah fun show here we have a tape of it he's like oh cool and they put it in and scott sees shit that he never saw before because he was blacked out and he reacted so angry and so violently he's like take that shit out get that shit out of there i don't want to see that shit and the way they describe, and I know how Scott got would get angry. I've known Scott for like, I'm not friends with him now, but I've known him for like twenty some years, at least. Um, no, probably twenty three years, something like that. And and I know how he would get pissed off. And when they said that, and then I saw, you know, uh, when they said how, how pissed he got, and I was watching this testimony from Kavanaugh. I was like, that's just how mad Scott was getting when they were showing him that videotape. That's the anger. That's that that angry little boy face that just got busted. That's the face he would make. That's the reaction he would do. What about you? Did it ever happen to you? Guilt. Yeah, but the thing is, Guilt. even if it did happen, I, I don't know how to explain this, but... Oh, God. Kavanaugh really is not qualified to, to sit on the bench of the Supreme Court of the United States. He's just not. He really isn't. I mean, every everything that he said after his opening statement, I believe this. This is what I believe in my heart. is really irrelevant. Yeah. Okay, it's relevant, but his opening statement was so unworthy. Belligerent. Of the court. I mean, you look at them. I don't. I can't stand Clarence Thomas. I, I you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of Alito. But you mm -hmm. look at those people that are there. They're sober, and when I mean sober, I mean emotionally sober people. Yeah, I mean, I, there was no kind of outburst. I, yeah, I, he was pissed, you know. But Clarence Thomas, that's the one confirmation that's like, you know, an indelible part of American history. That Clarence you know, probably knows he needs to shut his trap. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Although Clarence he probably Thomas during that that hearing, if you go back on the tapes and look at at that hearing, he never yelled. He never no. raised his voice. No. Now I understand there would have been a problem if he did. You know the angry black guy. Yes. The, yeah. He, he wanted That's to true. avoid that that look. But that aside, he never got. He was angry, but he never raised his voice. True. And, uh, we had uh, literal raising of the voices. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was he, he never, yesterday. he never bust out crying. No, no, <laughs> and he never, definitely. He never personally disrespected the members of the committee. No, he just no. disrespected Anita Thomas. Exactly, though. Anita Hill. Um, exactly. That's what I meant. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. that's okay. 
Uh, but anyway, we got to go to the break. Um, it's already queued up. We know what song we're going to hear after that Kavanaugh shit show. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a macaroni song. But um, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some other developments from uh, the past two days regarding this. This is pretty much the only story we have all night. Um, and uh, it's an important one. But we'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night, the weekend edition, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking, street thug. KennyPick.com. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shoulder Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, this is Tim Coramall from The Tim Coramall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! Now let me take a wild guess here. You're Brett, right? Correct. I thought so. <laughs> um... I got into Yale Law School. Check out the big brain on Brad. That's the number one law school in the country. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. I had no connections there. I got there by busting my tail. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Beer. I still like beer. Mm. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Sometimes I had too many beers. But I did not drink beer to the point of blacking out, and I never sexually assaulted yes, anyone. Yes, you did! Yes, you did, Brett! He is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. It is showtime. I decided I, I want to play that as many times as I can tonight. That was put together by Alara Pictures. At E L A R A Pictures on Twitter, uh, <laughs> the Brett Kavanaugh Pulp Fiction mashup. Um, <laughs> check out the big brain on Brett. Uh, <laughs> so we need a laugh, and that's something that you know is worth playing a few times tonight. Uh, but yeah, so welcome back, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You know who else has a big brain? Uh, who's that? Or, I'm sorry, it's a a bigger brain big a brain a big a brain a big a brain a big a brain uh, yeah it's trump he, oh. china said, oh i have a big a brain uh anomalous. it's anomalous. it's so big it's anomalous. anomalous did you did you hear that that rambling 
press conference he had on Wednesday? I saw part of it. I saw part of it, but I was in the middle of that. He said that that even the Chinese said he has a a big a a brain. Oh God, a big a brain. They 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 had such fun with that on. Seth Meyers last night. He goes, "Hey, what you say? You have a bigger brain. <laughs> you're like a sauce. You're uh, like a yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're like a." was insane. Yeah, I only saw part of it, but Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program as well. Hi. Yeah, the press conference was crazy. It was eighty minutes of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't watch anymore because I cut the cord. Yeah. So I yeah. can listen. I can listen. It makes it a little bit more tolerable. Yeah, you don't have to see the sphincter. You don't just have to see the flapping sphincter. Oh. Yeah, so. I don't have to see his little sphincter face. Yeah. So um I wanna I, I also uh I wanna I wanna get back into this because we do have a lot of audio. Um but I, I don't wanna force too much too soon. Um because there's there was there was yeah, a really Fred Kavanaugh should have said that. Well, true, true. Um, but uh, th- this is. There were a couple clips, and f- Chris Wallace should be really. I-, I think he's very emboldened considering uh, Roger Ailes' worm food now. <laughs> but this is um, a reaction that happened on Fox News from him, from Chris Wallace. And, and again, yesterday, what happened? Basically, it ha- this is what happened. Ford gave her testimony. It was very cogent. It was very concise. They tried to trip her up with the the prosecutor. Um, didn't work. Um, no. Another thing with the prosecutor too, when she asked uh, she asked Kavanaugh, "How much is too much to drink? How many beers is too many beers?" He said, "I don't know." With a smile, with a shit eaten grin, he said, "With a smile." And he said, whatever the chart says too much. This is basically what he said. But anyway, so so it started off with cogent, concise, clear, believable testimony from Dr. Ford. Then it went to Kavanaugh in his rambling, tear-filled, screechy, hysterical opening, like 45-minute opening statement. And then combativeness with uh any de- any e- e- each and every democrat you heard what i played with amy klobuchar he did the same thing with uh sheldon whitehouse he did it with other people um, i think he did it with feinstein too oh i'm sure i'm sure i uh you know it, it, it's just been so much that it's like it's hard to it's hard to land on on it, the perfect yeah, audio for something like I this just you know one of those senators would have put him in his place and said, excuse me, I'm the one asking the questions. Yeah. You're well, in the chair to answer them. Well, and, and you know what? Uh, I, I, honestly, I think they took the, the the high ground by not saying anything and made him come across even more hysterical. He started thinking he could get away with all kinds of things. But then, then it, everything looked like it was going to be derailed by people like Lindsey Graham. Because Lindsay started freaking out. And I'll play his audio, not not that audio, because I'm just not, because it pissed me off. But, um, I, I, but after 
you know, so so then it looked like everything was derailed today. Everybody, every everything's looking down. You know, fortunately, uh, Democrats were all given a chance to speak in the committee today, and 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 other things transpired today that I think was the turning point for Jeff Flake. And I have that, but we're not going to start that talking about that until next segment. Where I want to focus is the reaction, this one reaction from Chris Wallace on Fox News about Dr. Ford's uh, testimony. And the the first one, it's a little, you know, there's a few nuggets that uh, of red meat he threw in here for the Fox base. But the second one is is even more important. But I, but I want to get the setup right. So this is Chris Wallace and Brett Baird and a bunch of other people talking about Dr. Ford's uh, testimony yesterday. I was trying to follow the prosecutor's questioning about the house and the map and the mile and the 20 miles. She eventually got to the fact that she doesn't remember how she got there or how she got home. No, it, it, there are huge gaps in this story. There's no question about it. Now, people, and I've been schooled by my daughters on this subject, people that uh, have, have been the victims of sexual assault will say there are memory lapses. And sometimes in this fight or flight reaction, people black out things. And I thought one of the most interesting questions and effective questions with Amy Klobuchar, former prosecutor, senator from Minnesota, who said, you, you, you know what you, you can't remember? What is it you can't forget? get and then she proceeded to say the room and the this and the that you know we're watching the entire hearing and we're following every word uh, and we're all <laughs> such junkies that even if we weren't being paid to do it we probably would do it anyway most people aren't and they're going to no, see clips won't. and you know it, what's going to come out of this on her side are a couple of just indelible clips the one that we played at the very beginning of this segment of her reading her statement choking back the words breathing hard as she describes the sexual assault by Brett Kavanaugh when she's asked by Dick Durbin how with what degree of certainty do you remember just 100% and I think to a certain agree because in the end it's not going to be the entire hearing brett kavanaugh is going to have to create those moments when we look back at, at clarence thomas and anita hill oh, what do we remember the high-tech lynching of an uppity black man he is going to have to have a moment like that that equals her in terms of all the coverage that we're so going to really see. he is guilty until proven innocent by himself i think i think i, I mean think, that's what you're saying say, i think if, if she hadn't been such a credible witness, in other words, if she'd come off and there'd been huge holes in her story, and maybe we'll see those, I, I don't think that would necessarily be the case. At this point, he's going to have to, if not prove, demonstrate to a lot of people there's a reason to support him. Yeah, yeah these are the these are the kinds of, uh, you know, he didn't get the high-tech uh, high, high lynching uh, uh, clip out there, but he did get this one, courtesy of Deadspin. I drank beer with my friends. Sometimes I had too many beers. I liked beer. I still like beer. Had beers, have some beers. One beer, drink beer, drinks beer, drank beer, and drinking beer. You've probably had beers, Senator. Beach Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. You know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer. I like you beer. Have that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Um, what do you like to drink? Next one. Hanging out and having some beers with friends, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Yeah, and this. You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Beer, 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 beer. Good man, good man, good man. That's what he got out. And that is what I hope permeates the news cycle next week. Because he didn't say anything poignant. He didn't say anything cogent. 
Yeah, my family's totally destroyed. No, and it's I like not. beer. Uh, yeah, like, and I like likes, beer. Likes beer so a much. Lot. I mean, we've had the running joke uh, in our production chat is that you know he, Kavanaugh talks about beer more than more than Bobber, and Bobber makes this stuff. <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm still I'm still kind of gobsmacked at how many times he said I like beer. I still I, like beer. Well, if you like beer that much, brew it. Do you like yeah. beer? I like beer. Do you? Like do you? Beer. What about you? you like what beer? about you? you know what do you like? You? What do you like, Senator? Do you want to get I a like drink like after this? Lomain? You like Lomain? I mean, he's basically. <laughs> I, I guess what he's. I, the, you know, in, in thinking back to yesterday, with the, the amount of times he said, "I like beer," he's trying to normalize his love of beer, and I don't think it's a love of beer. I think that he really might be an alcoholic. And I bet he probably asked uh, uh, Dr. Ford back when she was a teenager if she liked beer and probably gave her the one that she consumed at that party after, you know, probably trying to ply her with beer. That was so weird. Was it weird to you guys? It was. It was so weird. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe my ears. Uh, It had no place. I was like, did he say that? Did he say... Oh, I like beer. I still like beer. Beer's great. I drink beers. You know, I mean, you heard how many times he said it there, and it was in. And a a lot of those references weren't a very short period of time. Oh, Joe nailed it. It had no place in the hearing. No. No, I don't care about beer. beer. Wait, did you say care about beer? Did you say beering? There's a whole bunch of people who are senators on that on that panel who love you know whiskey on the rocks and they love to have their drinks and whatever. Yeah. Sure, the bunch of them probably, probably like Manhattan. I don't care. I don't care if he's an alcoholic. I don't care. I don't either. I have alcoholics in my family. That doesn't make them bad people. No, they go to AA. They 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 straighten out their lives. They stay sober, and and they're they're contributing to society. And I don't think that disqualifies him if he is an alcoholic. What disqualifies him is his temperament. The fact that he yeah. would go up there with that microphone and put on a display like that San- and be Sandy, so disrespectful it, to the well, Democrats well, well, on that committee. Listen to this. Listen to this. Sandy and Derwood says, LOL, my husband just said that if he put I love beer a hundred times on a job application, he wouldn't get the job. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Well, f- hobbies, beer. Well, unless yeah. unless he was applying to be a head brewer at a craft brew shop. But- yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I don't. The but but I want to. But I, I want to get back to the Chris Wallace thing because Chris Wallace brought up a great point there about you know the the fight or flight thing. Yes, there are going to be things you don't remember. I brought this up a little bit on Tuesday about how you know you know the memory of seeing somebody or, or remembering somebody yeah. and not knowing every exact detail about that person. And again, I blocked out this weirdo Steve that uh, used to be roommates with one of my friends. And, uh, you know, he was just a weird, kind of creepy guy, and he disappeared, and then I saw this fucking video on YouTube that he was in the other day. And I was like, oh, I could have gone my entire life with never seeing him again. Because I blocked him out. It's like the memory, you know, there are certain things, especially if it's related to an unpleasant moment in your life. Um, Whether it's, you know, just mildly, a mild irritant or, or a traumatic event. Those aren't things that you value in your brain. They will haunt you, 
but there, you know, all the gruesome, gory details about things people tend to forget. I mean, I was unless I was at at a, at a friend's house, a uh, good friend. I won't mention any names in this. Somebody I'm still friends with, and I was with my girlfriend at the time. And this guy, it this this guy showed up at the house, and then they tried to like scare him off by saying somebody's mom was on the phone. Oh, somebody's mom's coming over, and he was like the town crazy, and um, he thought that they called the cops, and this guy jumped me and beat the living shit out of me. You know, to try to get them to admit whether or not they killed the cop or call the cops. I mean, I had fingerprints on my neck. He wrenched my ear like all the way around. My ear hurt for like three months. Um, He backhanded me in the face like 10 times. And um, I never filed a police report because I was scared to death of retaliation at that time because the guy lived the next town over and he had brothers and I was terrified. And there, I couldn't even tell you, I couldn't tell you what month it was in. I could tell you what house it was in, but I couldn't tell you what month it was in. Honest to God, I probably couldn't even tell you the year at this point because I've blocked out stuff from that because that was, that was probably the most horrific thing that's happened to me physically in my life. There's been other things like, you know, I got attacked by the two skinheads. That one, I'm I'm honest to God, I'm not traumatized by the skinhead attack because I stuck up for somebody that they might have killed if I hadn't. And what you're describing goes exactly to what um, Dr. Ford was talking about, about how there are certain things that your brain remembers because yeah. of your cortisone and, and she used a couple of other chemicals that are in the brain, that mm-hmm. you remember certain things with, with they're bright as light. Yeah. Yeah, there and, was a and you, you know, but wait, wait, wait a second. But so you remember those specific details like what she was describing and and I really really related to this. And and the rest of it, the outside stuff falls away. Cuz that's really not important in mm-hmm. in a person, you know, in my brain, in her brain, in your brain, Kenny, in your brain, Joe, and everybody in out there in the chat room. The outside details, you know, like you don't remember necessarily the color of the room unless the color of the room was traumatic to your experience. Yeah, there was uh, Ali Velchi had a uh, a guy who wrote a book on how memory works. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, she, she did this too during the hearing when she explained how the hypothalamus works. She, when you have a try, and the way he explained it, when you, there, there, certain chemicals are, are uh, released when you're faced with a traumatic experience. Those chemicals decide which parts of that traumatic experience you indelibly remember and the other, what your brain doesn't feel is important, drops off. Yeah. And he, he explained it in detail, and I, I suppose his book is fascinating, especially in light of this. But the point is, she remembered key things that were happening that will be, that she said will be indelibly uh, there and some some other things that weren't so important, like how she got home, yeah, right. w- where it happened, didn't matter. Like the house, or yeah. exactly what the conversation oh, I, was downstairs yeah. after. I can tell you it, what it didn't matter. I can tell you what I remember. What happened to me it, when I got jumped at the at that friend's at the party at the friend's house? I can't tell you how I got home. I don't even know where I spent the night that night, but I remember being attacked. I remember you know, the house. How, how many times, even before, before, uh, even if something 
traumatic doesn't happen. How many times do you get so involved in thinking about you're driving mm-hmm. and you're so involved about maybe trying to solve a problem or think of something and you don't even remember how you got home. You don't remember driving home. Yeah. Yeah. Home. Oh, absolutely. Gee, did I close my garage door? Because you were thinking of 10 other things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And imagine a traumatic experience like that. She remembered the key things, which was it was him, which was his friend was there. They made eye contact in hope that he would help her. These are the things that were important to her because she was in fight or flight. And she was doing this while she was afraid she was going to die. Die. Mm-hmm. Right. This, I, I know I'm saying this a bit hysterically, but to me, this is so important. Sure. It is so important. She knew that she was in a position where she was probably going to be raped while the guy who was going to rape her had his hand over her mouth. And, and she didn't say it, but I knew what she meant when she said, I think he might have he might have accidentally killed me. And that's yeah. because she couldn't she couldn't breathe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's terrifying. That's terrifying because you know, I mean there's not much that goes through your head when you're being suffocated or choked because again, the guy who attacked me, I had fingerprints. I had black you know, uh, black black and blue then. fingerprints on my neck. So, you know, it, it, you know, I didn't think he was going to assault me. I thought I thought he was going to kill me. I thought I was dead. Uh, and by the way, the guy's name is Jamie Ginger. It's G-I-N-G-H-E-R, Ginger. And he has a huge criminal record. And his brother died this year. Uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, who is also a drug addict and a criminal. And um, uh, and I, I stalk this guy on Facebook. <laughs> because he doesn't have his stuff set to private. I don't leave messages or anything like that. But I look and it's like he shares stuff on, on his, his Facebook timeline. That's like, when I was in prison, when I was locked up behind bars, where were my real friends? You didn't come to see me. Fuck you, rotten, die in prison, you dumb hunk of shit. Um, so anyway, but yeah, I stalk him. Jamie <laughs> Ginger, G-I-N-G-H-E-R. You can go look at his, gonna, uh, his Facebook. Um, gonna have uh, a beer with him later? Uh, oh no, no, no. Uh, he, he can rot away in his little meth hut wherever he lives now. Uh, I want to play, um, I want to play the next one from Chris Wallace because, uh, this is really important and then we'll keep the commentary quick because we got to get Bobber on. Uh, but uh, again, kudos to Chris Wallace, uh, especially for this this part of the audio. I think it's important that we distinguish between what's legitimate and serious and what clearly seems less so. Uh, Over the course of this week, like I think a lot of American families, my family, a lot of it on email, has has been discussing this and disagreeing and arguing about it. And two of my daughters have told me stories that I had never heard before about things that happened to them in high school and hadn't told their parents. I don't know if they told their friends. Certainly had never reported it to police. They weren't as serious as the allegations against Kavanaugh. But the point is that there are teenage girls who don't tell stories to a lot of people and then it comes up. And I don't think we can disregard that. I don't think we can disregard Christine Blasey Ford and the seriousness of this. I think that would be a a big mistake. Oops, I should unmute. I was too busy sharing sharing Jamie Ginger's Facebook page. Don't leave (laughs) comments over there anything definitely don't time me to it because the guy still is not that far away from me it's long you know a couple hour drive but 
Um, yeah. But going back to what what he just said, his daughters came forward to tell him things that happened to them in high school. Mm-hmm. They never told him before. And, and you know, for simple reasons too. You know, Barb was telling me a story, many stories of things that happened to her when she was in high school. Just walking home, a guy grabbed her ass. Did she tell her parents when she got home? No. You know why? Because she was afraid they'd never let her go out again. Or, well, yeah. You know, like, you know, I'll get grounded. Or what good? Are, what good would it have done? <laughs> well, none. I mean, uh, but the know, point is, you're you're I, afraid. They're afraid of their parents, and with their parents, she said, "I didn't want to tell my parents because I would have to tell them I was at a house where there was drinking." Yes, that's exactly what happened with Dr. Blasey Ford. But there's also other things where even later on, it's it. I, I was in college, and I've told this story to Bob, and I'm going to make this quick, and we could bring this story back up again. I was in college, and um, there was a Chinese restaurant across from the um, the YMCA that I stayed at. It, literally across the street. It was 8th Avenue. I got my Chinese food. I was getting ready to cross the street, and somebody was driving up the street and grabbed me by the breast. Oh, and my God. the car God. never stopped. The car never stopped. Oh, my God. They could have killed you. Yes. Yes, and I know I I have a lot of stories. If you would have fall, if you would have fallen underneath that car it w- by yeah, them grabbing it, you, it was one of those things. But what was I going to do? The car took off. At, what, what, was I going to call my mom up? My mom would have been like, "Well, you know, New York City is a dangerous place," and I was worried about you going to New York City to art school. Yeah, that is exactly what my mom would have said, and it wasn't necessarily that she was blaming me. For you know, if if I had told her, it wouldn't be because she was blaming me. Mm-hmm. It would have been because of right. her, um, the way protect- she was raised. No, the way she protect- was raised. Don't put yourself in dangerous places because you're mm-hmm. a woman. Yeah, yeah. So, well, on that on that yeah. note, we'll, we'll be able to Yay. revisit stuff. Um, My boob is okay, by the way. That's good. That's good. Yes, um, it really so. is. It's good. Um, come on, fellas, respect the breasts. Don't be a jackass. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I was just looking. Uh, I'm, I'm stalking Jamie Ginger right now on Facebook. I'm looking at his posts. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll read them off every once in a while. Uh, but I want to leave everybody with this one. He has a picture of Heath Leather Heath Heath Ledger's Joker, and it says, "Why should I apologize for the monster I've become? No one ever apologized for making me this way." Fuck you! <laughs> you dumb piece of miserable white trash shit. Fuck you! I didn't do shit to you when you attacked me. You. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So look at that. I'm a big reveal tonight on the show. This is this could be dangerous for me, but I'm not worried about it because he's got a record, and if he comes anywhere near me, I'm sure he goes back in for a long time. So uh, anyway, I'm just telling the truth. Just telling the truth. So anyway, uh, break time. We're going to go run to the break. We'll be right back. We'll get Bobber, a guy who knows more about beer than Brett Kavanaugh, but still talks about it less. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. 
gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reliving uh, Violent Moments of Kenny Pick's Past on Turn Up the Night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the brutal attacks of my life. Uh, yeah, welcome back. Uh, uh, to, And we're on Indie Media Weekly, Radio for Humans, all that shit. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back. I'm a good man. <laughs> you are a good man. And uh, Rain, a good woo-man. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello. I'm a good woman. Yes. And also another good man. He's a good man. You're a good man. A good man. A good man. A good man. And uh, again, uh, he talks about beer less than Brett Kavanaugh, even though he makes this stuff. Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hey, here you go. Wait, did I hear some beer, chimes? beer, 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 <laughs> beer, 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 wonderful beer, wonderful beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm uh, looking. Oh, yeah, here I've got the. Um, where is it? Yeah, here I'll I'll play this for you real quick. Uh, oh, well, there it is. Beer, beer, bottle of beer, bottle of beer, right over here. There you go. This should be Bobber's jingle. There we go. So <laughs> I'll make that your jingle. It used to be the Glenn Beck drinking game jingle, but we haven't done that in a while since Glenn Beck has pretty much fallen off the edge of the flat earth. Uh, so <laughs> uh, he, he not, I'm not saying he's a flat earther, but I'm sure some flat earthers love Glenn Beck. Uh, so that's to you. But Bobber, uh, welcome back. It's been some time, brother. Thank you. Yeah, it's... Well, it's been a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, when yeah. I, or, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a long time. Yeah, well, I know. I, just, I know it's, it, it, I said, it was it's a been long a time while. before the last time. 
Yeah, it's just been a while. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's been one week in the past six weeks that he's been here. That's true. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, Bobber, uh, what a what a shit show we've we've been witnessing, huh? Yeah, I, I didn't. You know, I was working too, and I know you were working and couldn't really watch the whole thing lives and, and i was working too and it, it just said i didn't i didn't really watch it i just sort of got the updates and the clips here and there yeah <clears throat> but, well uh, he, yeah it seems pretty clear that um his favorite drink is uh cold beer with an anal vodka chaser yeah, yeah. oh see there you go uh oh, no no not not that a train as well um yeah i drank beer with my friends Sometimes I had too many beers. I liked beer. I still like beer. Had beers. Have some beers. One beer. Drink beer. Drinks beer. Drank beer and drinking beer. You've probably had beers, Senator. Beach Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. You know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer. I like you beer. For that. I like beer. I don't know if you, okay. you like beer, Senator, or not. Um, what do you like to drink? Next one. Hanging out and having some beers with friends, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Now let me take a wild guess here. You're Brett, right? Correct. I thought so. Um, I got into Yale Law School. Check out the big brain on Brett! It's the number one law school in the country. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. I had no connections there. I got there by busting my tail. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Beer. I still like beer. Mm. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Sometimes I had too many beers, but I did not drink beer to the point of blacking out, and I never sexually assaulted yes, anyone. Yes, you did! Yes, you did! Brett is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You're a good man. A good man. Good man. All right, I put all that together right here on the spot for everybody. So okay, I hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy my um, artwork. That's a winner. That was brilliant. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, you know, it really shows me that the one thing that was missing from the the confirmation hearings was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's exactly. that would have that made everything so much better. Senator Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and of course, you know, I, uh, the uh, Senator Samuel L. Jackson, um, uh, you know, uh, and I hear that he's, wor- uh, Senator Samuel L. Jackson is working on, uh, some, uh, some legislation right now to take care of a per- pervasive problem in this country. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! About to open some fucking windows. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but yeah, you know, and I actually have audio of Brett Kavanaugh uh, when they took that break, like real quick. They they needed to take a break, uh, and uh, yeah, I have I have audio from him. He he ran out of there, and when he was in the hallway, he said this: "Hey, who wants to play drink the beer?" There, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Couldn't believe he said it. So. Uh, you're wagging out there. Am I the only one who thinks he drinks like Bud Light? Uh, well, 
come on, come on. He, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you know, right? <laughs> come on, he's rich. He's rich now. He probably br- drinks like fucking uh, honey brown or some dumb shit like that. No, I bet so. it's Natty Bo. Good bet. Heineken. He, he drinks Heineken because it's in a green bottle, so that means it's classy. Fuck that shit. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's sorry, what we used to sorry, think when sorry. we were in high school, you know. Oh, they're, they're, it's in a it's in a green bottle, so it's you know it's fancy stuff. You know what? When I was in high school, we drank Moosehead because it was from Canada and it yeah, was foreign. That's imported. It's good stuff. It's imported beer. <laughs> well, but uh, I just have this. Uh, Frank Booth has something to say to. Uh, 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 Brett, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Boof Kavanaugh, the the uh, <laughs> Heineken drinker. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken. Heineken? Fuck that shit! Pax Blue Ribbon! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he sounds a lot more, more like Frank Booth than uh, Kyle McLaughlin's character there. I hope uh, that Sandy and Derwood can tell us what the beer of choice was. For the kids in that neighborhood at the time. Oh, that would be good to know. But you know, there's one kind of beer they didn't like. That beer's gonna get warm. One thing I can't fucking stand is warm beer makes me fucking puke. Oh, it makes him Ralph. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, look, if it look gets at warm. This. He can just he can just squirt it up his ass, right? He can. Oh, he can. You know, you oh, can't. That's called boffing. Boffing. <laughs> boofing. Boofing. <laughs> Boof. Boofing. Boofing, like Boof Kavanaugh. Plus, maybe the, the all the bubbles. You know, you can have some fun afterwards. Sure. Oh my god! And you know, actually, uh, one time at band camp. <laughs> and this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. Yeah, filled with vodka. <laughs> I'm laughing at your, what your father just posted in the chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw. I retweeted that oh earlier too. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you know, you know what was really funny is is um, at one point in in the hearing, he's like, I you know, he's like, I still like beer, and then like somebody puts down two water bottles next to him. Like, I know what was with all the water. Well, he, I think he was dehydrated. Yes, that happens when you have too much alcohol, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was just like. <laughs> no, I think he was, at the minimum, he, he he was he was plastered the night before when he wrote that. He, yeah, he he usurped Rubio's role as a uh, you know water slurper. So, uh, <laughs> but Did he uh, use two hands like Trump. <laughs> no. Oh no, he's the way a he was pro. making it, Bobber. I thought he was going to get an IV after a while. Yeah, really. It was crazy. It was it nuts. Was nuts. Well, yeah, right. uh, did you say he drank out of a water bottle and a glass? Yes, he did. Yeah. He did. At one point, he literally picked up the water what bottle and then the glass. And I was going like, all on? right, something That's is crazy. not right here. He's That's a double crazy. fist of water drinker. <laughs> My God. So anyway, uh, uh, let's get to this audio of Lindsey Graham uh, before he had his major meltdown. And like I said, Jimmy Kimmel said something to the effect of it's like he sat down on Liberace's piano bench and there was a thumbtack on it. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wish I would have gotten that audio, but I didn't. Uh, but this is Graham talking to the press um, in between. I think this was um, before Kavanaugh spoke. So she seemed, uh, towards the end, Ms. Mitchell, to be questioning the political motives of Dr. Ford's attorneys uh, by, by raising questions about uh, how things... Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. 
that was a big important question that um the uh the prosecutor was asking who told you about the lawyers you have you know where did you find your lawyers did somebody recommend the lawyers to you and it's like maybe they did doesn't fucking matter yeah that pissed me off you know there was a lot of like you fly you're afraid to fly how did you get here oh flew Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah flew but you were afraid to fly no, but this, this whole so B.A. Hey, Baracus, B.A. Baracus was afraid to fly. B.A. Baracus was afraid to fly, but they got him on planes one way or the other. So come on, she's a yeah, hero this, just this, like B.A. The thing is, of who picked your who picked your lawyers? Yeah, yeah nonsense. who picked your lawyers? And who she paid for who paid lawyers. and who paid for the polygraph? Who oh, the fuck yeah. paid for the polygraph? Get me started on that. Huh? Well, I want to know. Inquiring minds want. Inquiring minds yeah. want to know. Quite honestly, I don't care because in the end, Doctor Ford is going to get a lawyer's bill. No, she's and not. They're working pro bono. They're, they they said. Well, we we said. found we found that out, right? We found mm-hmm. that out. But th- this whole idea of who paid for your who paid for your lie detector test? I like the way the one the, if, the, if, the, if, the, the, the anybody, way. Yeah. The lady on her right said, let me put this to rest after the first break. She goes, we paid for it. Yes. Well, in other words, shut the fuck up. And then okay? the other lawyer's like, yeah, we paid for it. But, and, you know, I talked to Bob about this yesterday, and Bob kind of mentioned, how come they're not questioning who paid for Brett Kavanaugh's debts? True. Mm-hmm. Yes. True, mm-hmm. true. Bob brought that. I'm sorry to steal your thunder, my dear. But he did. He questioned that, and I was like, yeah, what's up with that? Give the thunder back. Yeah, um, go ahead, Bobber. So. You bring it up, and we'll pretend we didn't hear rain. <laughs> no, it's, it, I, do, I, I, I do want to get to the clip. Maybe Bobber will have something to say after the clip. So uh, it, this is uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, you know, before, again, before he went on to his uh, hits explosivos um uh nonsense that was garbage again we're not going to hear that audio but this is this is he's getting worked up before he's trying to psych himself up (laughs) gonna try not to cry so she seemed uh, towards the end miss mitchell to be questioning the political motives of dr ford's attorneys uh, by by raising questions about how things were paid for and how she was put i'm really upset that they knew about this in August and never told anybody. Uh, I'm really upset if Diane Feinstein believed this was a credible allegation that you wouldn't do uh, Mr. Judge Kavanaugh the service of saying, I've got this, what's your side of the story? Turn it over to the committee so we could have something not this close to the midterms. When they say that she wasn't sure we were willing to go out there, that's a bunch of bull. I don't know what they told Ms. Ford, but we were willing to go to California. We were told Oh, she couldn't fly. All I can say is that we're 40-something days away from the election, and their goal, not Miss Ford's goal, is to lay this past the midterms so they can win the Senate and never allow Trump to fill the seat. I believe that now more than ever. 
I don't know who paid for a polygraph, but somebody did. And here's what I'm, I'm more convinced of. The friends on the other side set it up to be just the way it is. I feel ambushed as the majority. We're going to hear from Mr. Kavanaugh, Judge Kavanaugh, and I've been a judge, a prosecutor, and a defense attorney. And here's what I'll tell you. When it comes to where it happened, I still don't know. I don't know when it happened. She said she's 100% certain it did happen. I bet you Judge Kavanaugh will say I'm 100% sure I didn't do it. The people named say they don't know what Ms. Ford's talking about. She can't tell us how she got home and how she got there. And that's the facts I'm left with. A nice lady who has come forward to tell a hard story that's uncorroborated. And this is enough. God help anybody else that gets nominated. Based on what I heard today, you could not get a search warrant or an arrest warrant because you don't know the location, you don't know the time, and you don't have any corroboration. As to uh, Ms. Mitchell, that's what I hope she would do. I heard a bunch of speeches from a bunch of politicians who have politicized this from day one, who've been <laughs> lying and waiting for a political purpose, not Ms. Ford, but certainly them, making a bunch of speeches, and Ms. Mitchell methodically went through the fact of what happened that day, leading up to that day, and how we find ourselves here. You still so, wanna... from my point of view, I'm pleased with what I saw. You still want to vote on Friday? No. Oh, no. Oh, he's getting sad now. Oh, no, there's like oh. watering in the eyes. Oh, wait, now he's running away. Oh, oh is he going to cry? Is he going to cry? Did you see that? He was totally going to cry. Oh, cry me a blizzard snowflake. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, seriously, he was, he was fighting back the tears. <laughs> yeah. God damn, Bob, so, so, did, Bobber. Did Ms. Let Bobber go. Ms. Yeah. Did Miss Lindsey Graham call her Miss no. Ford and Miss uh, Feinstein? Um. Yeah. It, it didn't sound like Ms. It sounded like no, Miss. It was Miss. It was Miss, and she could have been Senator Feinstein and Doctor Ford. That might have been nice. Thank, Thank you. you, Bachelor beer. Graham. I like beer. Beer. Call him Bachelor Graham. And these these the answer to him. Yeah, he's more like the stripper Graham that you know, <laughs> showed up the Oh, the bud the budget stripper Graham. Nobody wants Ooh, that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what he was saying is is that I don't know he didn't know where how she got home. She, none of that has anything to do with anything. No. It doesn't. You know, and, and if he's interested in those facts if he feels there's not enough facts, and it's a, it's a terrible thing that they're going to deny him this seat because of the, of what he calls flimsy evidence, look for more fucking evidence. They yeah. can bring in more witnesses. They could sure. put upon as many witnesses as they wanted. Yeah, he was whining mm-hmm. about no corroboration. Well, there's a there's a there's a solution for that. Get corroboration. Yeah, that's the and, part that amazes me the most is that they're whining about this whole thing. And and, and you know, and, and they could have brought in witnesses for Kavanaugh. Yeah, for him. Yeah, and, and but you know, in rain, the, the one thing that drives me crazy is they're talking about this like, oh, whole oh, six weeks ago, heavens to Betsy. Oh, it could have all been done then. Well, you're the guys who've been trying to ram this shit through, and again. Well, Merrick Garland. Well, there's not just Merrick Garland, but there's also the fact that, and it was laid out there in the testimony before Lindsay said this bullshit. Dr. Ford said, I asked for this to remain confidential. 
Mm-hmm. I asked I asked my, my congresswoman, I asked Senator Feinstein. I want this to remain confidential. I don't want my name out there. And the fact that these guys are out there sitting there saying, well, if they only told us, then we could have done something. Again, you're not respecting the victim. Yeah. And 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 but, honestly, any number of people could have could have leaked her name because she did tell other people before this and they could have easily connected the dots. We sure. Can go, we can go into the fact that that Whalen guy was looking into her LinkedIn account mm-hmm. the day mm-hmm. before this came public. Her name became public. Yeah. And we can also talk about the fact that The Intercept was publishing stories about how Diane Feinstein has a letter from a victim. Yeah. So, fuck Glenn Greenwald. Investigative you know journalists thing? are going to yeah. find shit out. You know, you know, another thing is, the Republicans knew about her. They did. Back in July. Because, I don't know, magically 65 women Thank signed you. a letter the next day. Thank Gee, you. how did that happen? This oh, just, there that's are right. Too many coincidences is too hard to plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let, let's play the next uh, clip from Graham because again, this is before his big meltdown after he sat on the thumbtack. Um, <laughs> before, uh, uh, but uh, I think somebody was delivering his clutching this pearls and fainting couch. Huh? <laughs> His little ball got popped when he sat on that thumbtack. Oh, oh, did it? Oh, that sucks. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, all right, here we go. It's kind of a long one, but uh, we're going to go ahead and run with it. Senator, given yeah, you, you, what you laid out about your own background as a prosecutor, as yeah. a defense attorney, as a yeah. judge, did you sitting up there find Dr. Ford to be credible? Uh, I didn't find her allegations to be corroborated against Mr. Kavanaugh. I don't doubt something happened to her, but she is saying it's Brett Kavanaugh, but she can't tell me the house, she can't tell me the city, she can't tell me the month of the year. He's saying I didn't do it. So here's what you do. When you have a emotional accusation and an emotional denial, use the rule of law. The presumption of innocence attaches to the person accused. You have to give them notice in times of time and location. You ask, is there anybody to verify this? And when you give names, all of them go the other way. Having said that, what I think about Ms. Ford, very competent, accomplished lady, Something happened. I don't know what, but you're asking me to say it was Brett Kavanaugh, and I don't know when it happened, where it happened. He said it didn't happen, but I would say this. I thought it was a good suggestion for her to go talk to somebody to work through this. To work through this. Is that not all an argument for a more fulsome investigation? Uh, If you really believe we needed an investigation of this, why didn't you tell us in August? So this is now. Listen, listen, listen. The FBI is going to tell us what. What house are they going to go to? What city are they going to go to? Who are they going to talk to? Because they can't tell us the month, barely the year. So this is all delay. Could Mr. Judge judge tell you that? So here's where they're going, Mr. Judge. He says, I didn't do it. I don't know what she's talking about. They want to bring him in, trash him out, and call 25 people. Well, they say that he's an abuser, and guess what? We'll be past the midterm. I'm not going to reward people for playing a political game. I think with her life, she is just as much a victim as this as I think Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, fuck somebody off. betrayed yeah. her trust. And we know who she gave the letter to. And the people that betrayed her trust, they owe her an apology. Do you still want to vote on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Do you still want to vote on Friday? Yeah. All right. Shut up! 
absolutely not. She said she, herself at she, that hearing that she was not betrayed. She is just as much a victim as poor, poor Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, he's the, a victim? The blackout, drunk, attempted rapist. Oh, he's the victim. He's a victim. What? She, Absolute horseshit. Go ahead, Rain. I, I'm, I'm still pissed off that, that Graham and a few others on that committee keep running with this line that, you know, her trust was betrayed by Diane Feinstein. That's not true. That's not true. She said it there on in on in her seat on she said it. She said Diane Feinstein kept my confidentiality. Yes. It was others who released my name. It was not her. I wanted to be anonymous. And the reason why I decided to become not anonymous is because I knew they would figure who I was out. Yeah. And you know this what? Pisses what, me off. What does it matter? The question isn't who leaked what when. The question is, is this guy a drunk rapist? Yeah. Well, in, in that respect, it does matter because, you see, in, in that clip that Ken just played, um, Lindsay said, this is, why is this so political? He made it, poli he is making it political by oh, going yeah. after Democrats on the committee. Yeah. And all right, let's give Bob the the last thought before we go to the break because we do have to go to the Sorry. break here. That's all right. Well, boy, there's there's a lot, a lot there to, to unpack with with what he what he said. Um, I, I think it's it's just the tactic of the Republicans to focus on everything but you know the what needs to be focused on, and then that's whether he uh, Kavanaugh has a temperament and whether you know. Whether they're 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 essentially asking the the victim here, uh, Ford, to provide evidence that they're not willing to hear anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And right. And so you know they're they're just essentially trying to push the blame off on the victim here, um, without you know meeting or meeting or even halfway. I Ooh. concur. Right. Yeah. Right and then, then they blame right blame the Democrats for being political about this. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. And and this is what they th this is the modus operandi of the GOP all the way. Anytime Obama tried to do anything, and again, two words: Merrick Garland. That wasn't fucking political. Fuck you, you assholes. Ten months, ten months, and the Senate wouldn't even talk to him. It was two hundred and sixty-six <clears throat> days, wasn't it? Um, sounds about right. Ten months, yeah. That, 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 that sounds three sixty-five in a year. Well, maybe maybe more. So yeah, you might be right. Um, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, we're gonna listen to uh, Ghost Gun Live uh, from WRUW. Uh, again, the late great Derek Poindexter on bass. Um, and um, I hope all of the ghosts from Brett Kavanaugh's. I'm sorry, Boof Kavanaugh's past come back to haunt him in the upcoming FBI investigation, which we'll talk about. Oh, no green news report tonight. I don't know why they took the night off. I didn't see a note about it. They might have had just some unexpected technical issue or something, but they didn't post anything about it. I, I didn't look on their Twitter or anything. But anywho, 
No Green News Report tonight. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. 
And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Go fuck yourself! Yeah. Fuck! Did you just say go fuck myself? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, wow, that's a quiet clip. I haven't played that in a while. It's from Punch Drunk Love. Go fuck yourself! That's from uh, Adam Sandler's only watchable film. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome. Oh, he had one. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love is actually a really good movie with Adam Sandler. He broke his streak. Um, <laughs> with watchable films with that one. Uh, but of course, welcome back uh, to the program. Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the electric city. I'm a good man. I'm a good yeah. man. <laughs> You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Yeah. Oh, Did you hear the tongue click at the end there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's always the, the sign of a liar. The tongue yes. click. <laughs> and also Bob, Bobber, uh, in Washington, DC. You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Yeah. <laughs> I like beer. <laughs> I still like beer. I really like beer. Beer's good. Beer's great. And seriously, do you drink beer? Do you want to go have a beer? We can go to the cloakroom and have a beer right now. If you want, we can boof. We can boof on the butt with the with beer. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't come back with one of, those, one of those beer helmets on with the tube coming off. <laughs> There's your Photoshop, Joe. Oh, I'm on it now. I'm on it now. All right. It was an Adam Sandler film where he wore one of those beer helmets. Could have been. I probably didn't see it. And uh, last. Huh? I was going to say the end of the bag with Heineken on it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that shit. Uh, so anyway, and last but certainly not least, our girl Friday Rain. Are you ready to do some name calling? Yes, sir, I am. All right. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Biscuit. Boofskit. 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 
I just want to say that Brett Kavanaugh's <laughs> tongue clicking was probably because he had cotton mouth. Uh, could be. You're a good man. A good man. Before, a good man. Right his... yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> oh, anyway. I hate him. I hate him. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm in the mood of I don't like him. Oh, yeah, that's But anyway. Fine. That's fine. Go in for our, it. We have a beautiful chat room tonight. We do. Tonight we have Mr. Adam Hebert, Barbara DC, Clintster, and I just want to say this. I didn't get a chance to say this last week, Clint. My my sympathies and love to you. Clintster lost his brother. Yeah, I'm I'm so sorry, and Clint. And you I, need anything. I really want to. I forgot to say that last week, and I'm really sorry about that. So, on behalf of myself, and I hope I don't, you don't mind if I speak on the turn up. Oh, please, please. We we do. We send you our love. Absolutely. To you and Kat and Ian and and your siblings and everybody. I'm so sorry. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to ask any of us to, yeah, definitely. For, for anything. Definitely. So, so uh, we also have moving. See, I'm bad at this stuff. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, we, no. We also have Destroyer Kurt. We have Francie. We have Heather. We have Jake Collie. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. We have Cool Black Dude. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. Joe Hello. is not in my basement no anymore. I moved into, into the garage well you're not even then you're in a whole separate building dude yep okay <laughs> um, we have Michelle in South Florida we have Moon Mary a president we have myself Theo Tim Coromel the Trojan Rabbit and I hope I didn't miss anybody earlier I think I think Sandy and Durwood was here uh, I think she I was. She was yeah she was here and um, so <clears throat> Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah. Happy Friday. And I'm still holding out hope. I don't think he's going to get the nomination. I'm hoping, too. I'm hoping, too. I'm hoping. (laughs) I don't trust any Republican. No. I mean, this is our last... uh, This is our desperate salvo at this point, you know. And we're going to talk about Flake uh, after the break, too. But uh, I do want to let everybody know... Uh, if anybody has a birthday, be sure to post it or call in uh, 330-536-1466 is the the phone number to call and uh, if if a bunch of people call in um, I'll answer all the calls but just you know, stay quiet until I mention your name or area code Um, but uh, I would also like to read uh, yet another installment from my uh, one of my brutal attackers uh, Facebook page, Jamie Ginger. Uh, Twelve hours ago, he since changed his profile picture, but his uh, profile picture he made twelve hours ago. It, it, it wasn't a picture, actually text, and it says, "Twinkle, twinkle, little slut. Name a guy you haven't fucked. He was skinny. He was tall. Never mind, you did them all." That's the kind of guy who nearly beat me to death. Everybody. Wow. He's yeah. a peach. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry his brother died earlier this year. So, so sorry. <laughs> um, Jamie Ginger, that is. But anyway, uh, Francie. Francie, I got a present for you. Welcome to the program. Are you a boofer? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Boof no you! Are you a boofer? <laughs> 
No boofers! <laughs> Are you a boofer? What the hell is a boofer? <laughs> what? The, well, we, we never. Yeah. Well, what the we, hell? We know what that is. Yeah. Uh, well, I know a poof is a fart, but a boof. <laughs> yeah, a, a boof. A boof is in, is, is uh, taking alcohol into your system through your rectum. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, back in the olden days, we used to call it, we were bombed, we were blasted, we were smashed. We never boofed. I'm sorry. Some people might have put their head underneath the keg tap and, you know, did that. <laughs> I don't know myself mm -hmm. personally, but some <clears throat> people used to know that. But boofing, that was a new one on me. And let me just say this. Uh... Kavanaugh is a fucking douche. Mm -hmm. He's a liar. Um, and that whole friggin' cr crew there, the bunch of white guys, douche chill. Uh, you know, sitting on that friggin' committee there, suck. suck. Oh yeah. Suck, suck. I mean, that was that was just. I felt so. I felt for Dr. Ford. I felt. I cried. I brought up memories. Uh, they, oh, they suck. Suck. And the thing that keeps coming into my mind, she was 15. And I remember what I was like when I was 15. So fuck them. T fuck them. That jackass was 17. And back in the 80s and back in the day, there was a big difference between a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old. I don't mm. give a shit what, what the hell, you know, she looked like or whatever. But when she was talking about her experience, she sounded like a 15-year-old. Yeah. Oh, real and, quick, real and, quick. Hold on, Francie. Uh, Kat, uh, I don't know if, uh, I don't think we skipped you, but you might have missed hearing your name. Um, hi, Kat. So, uh, but Francie, go ahead. Uh, it, it just, then they got rid of the woman they had there, that, you know, to make Prosecutor. things look good. Where the hell, does anyone know what the hell happened with her? Yeah, like, I as do. Soon as, what happened, Joe? Well... She stumbled. She, she stumbled on evidence. Two things really? happened. Yeah, two Mi things Mitchell. happened. Mitchell. Yes, two Mitchell, things happened. Mitchell. Okay. Yeah, what two happened? Th Joe? Two things happened at that point. The first thing was that Dick Durbin flattened him with the "Would you call the FBI?" Have the FBI? And he just right. He just had no answer. Right. And right. he stood there dumbfounded for for like fifteen seconds. Right. And then also, she asked him about that, start asking about the July 1st date and all that crap. And she right. was stumbling on finding out that he was a liar. And oh. I think the others picked up on that and said, and then okay, at gone. the break, yeah, be you're quiet. Gone. Because yeah, well, the you're going to get our guy in trouble. Right. Oh, wow. Well, the thing, too, is if the FBI investigated, she could, they can get the more concise dates because she saw the, guy, the judge guy at Safeway. They can yeah. pull up the work records. And sure. they, I mean, that's kind of proof. Sure. Yeah, there's but, so but, much more. There's so much more information they can get from outside of a lawyer's letter. 
You know, I, I mean, right. you know, all yeah. you have to do, you know, and everybody's like, well, the FBI doesn't draw conclusions. They just no, do interviews. Well, yeah, in interview, they can get records, anything. They can get anything. But and not it, for nothing, but 30 years ago, I wouldn't remember a date per se, but if like something bad happened to me years ago, I'll never forget that. Don't ask me what day it was. Sure. I mean, because that's kind of ridiculous. But there's ways to pinpoint around around the time. Yeah. There are there are ways if you have like the FBI involved, they can get, they can get it down to probably the day. Well, Durbin you know? did. Durbin did. Yeah. Well, there you go. Fuckheads. And yeah. he did it just right off the guy's uh, freaking calendar. Oh yeah, his calendar. What a dumbass! What uh, Brewski? Somebody said, "What does ski mean, Brewski?" I mean, was he that stupid? Do we want somebody that stupid on the court? No. Do we want somebody that um, biased? Because he blamed the Clintons. They were after him or whatever. What the hell? He's not qualified. It was, they people were saying he's interviewing for a lifetime post. He's not qualified. Goodbye. Yeah. End of Thank story. You. Thank you, Francis. End of story. End of fucking Thank story. You. Yeah. He's not uh, qualified. Amen. amen to that, Francis. Yeah, thank amen. you. I mean, and, and, the, and the, his crocodile tears and his daughter praying for the woman. Oh, well, that was Bullshit. a lie. That was a lie. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. I, I cried bullshit on that one. Mm. And then they caught Bullshit. the wife behind Bullshit. him making faces. Yeah. yeah. They caught the wife behind him. I mean, oh, she didn't look oh, there, happy. There's one picture of all of the women behind him that are like. Oh, yeah. I know. That are grimacing. They look but, like the witches of Eastwick. But, but they Rain, were Rain, what were you saying? Mm. I said she didn't look happy during the Fox interview either. No. Oh no. Uh uh-uh, uh. This. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. Oh, no she way. she looked like she was seeking approval on every little thing she was saying. I you know. Not, yeah. Not but, every um Republican woman stands by their man. No, and she. You know? None of them should. No, but some do. Some you, are Mrs. whatever. So Kavanaugh is not going to stand up by her man after he gets. Told he's Booted. gonna dump booth. Uh, oh God! Real quick, Francie. Francie, I got another caller on the line, but I want to tell you, okay. um, I got you the Migo Alice figure. You need to send me your address oh, again yes. on Facebook. Yes. Or, Facebook okay, or I Facebook will. or Twitter. Okay, send me okay. your your, your okay, in a pri- private thanks message. For, thanks for having me talk. You know, spew a little. No, it's it's fine. I just wanted to let you know I got you as uh, it's the uh, loyal caller Alice Brady Bunch Migo action figure award. Oh my god! So, I can't wait to right. see her. She's great. She comes with a slice <laughs> of cake. Lover. She comes with a slice of cake on on a plate. Uh, but all right, really? I got another okay. call. Uh, we now we have two more callers on the line. So Francie, I'm gonna okay. let you go. Bye. All right, talk Bye to you soon. Love you. Bye. So. Bye-bye. All right, Bye. very good. Uh, Adam Hebert, what's up, buddy? Adam. Adam. Adam? No, he's not there. Oh, okay. Heather, uh, you're on the line. You're next up. Hi. Um, I felt so bad watching 
her yesterday, it... It was gut-wrenching. It was definitely gut-wrenching, and I also saw an article that said Anita Hill believes her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm... I just, I cannot believe they treated her so differently than they treated him. When, what, when I, I don't remember what the lady's name was, the gal that was... The prosecutor? Rachel Mitchell. The prosecutor, Rachel Rachel Mitchell. Mitchell. She She sat and she talked with Dr. Ford for, I don't know, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or what seemed to be. It, then, was, it was every single Republican senator. Then I took a short nap and I was going to check on something later. Well, uh, I checked into one of my friend's Facebook feeds and she had wondered what the heck happened when they quit having this prosecutor and it just it just that was that wasn't even i didn't even think that was fair because i a part of the problem is you know they knew that they were gonna end up in deep shit Mm -hmm. yeah and the second thing is they were there trying to protect Kavanaugh, which God knows they shouldn't be, but, you know, if it's not one thing, it's another, but... Uh, Heather, Heather, I, you know, I watched, I watched, I watched what you watched. Mm-hmm. And, you know, towards the end, and I, please, you guys bear with me, because I think Heather saw this. Towards the end of... Um, Dr. Ford's testimony, Rachel Mitchell, Mitchell said, would you agree that this is not the best way for a prosecutor to go about this? And she was literally yeah. talking about having five minutes and five minutes and five minutes. And, and at that point, she basically said, I can't get to the bottom of anything because I only have five minutes. And I was going back and forth all day, Heather, about this, where I didn't like her line of questioning but mm-hmm. I, I also realized she's a prosecutor. And so this mm-hmm. is what she does. And so she never could get to the answers because Grassley said five minutes. And then when the break was, you know, after Dr. Ford was done and we came back to Brett Kavanaugh, Rachel Mitchell was starting to question him. And she was doing the very same thing that she did with, with Dr. Ford. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, I think it was Grassley who said, we, we have to break. And and she was told, don't come back. Interesting. She literally was told, don't come back. And it was it was after she was asking questions about his, well, his calendar. She was kind of alluding to the idea of, you understand that this isn't the best way to conduct this. It might be better if, I don't know, the FBI were to conduct lengthy interviews? Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I give her props for that. I really do. As much as I don't, how shall I say this? 
You know, I realize she's a Republican, but guess what? In this instance, more power to her because she was making an effort. And I just, oh my, it, oh. She was using logic and reason is what happened. Yeah, and logic, logic and reason kind of uh, usurped, <laughs> logic and reason kind of usurped the overall GOP plan for this to be like, okay, hearing on Thursday, uh, vote on Friday. And that, that fucking bully tactic fell apart. And when we get to the Jeff Flake stuff in the next segment... I think every, everybody will kind of understand. I mean, there were a lot of moving parts in this to get where we are now. And mm-hmm. there, and again, you know, I know a lot of people, even uh, idiot, you know, Boof Kavanaugh said, you know, this is going to have repercussions for years. Absolutely, but not in the way you think, you fucking predatory, uh, violent, sexual assaulting piece of shit. You know? <laughs> Um, it, lot, lot it is, yeah, I've got a I, I, I should I'm be glad you called in about this, Heather. I yeah. really am. And I do. I honestly, I think Dr. Ford, I think what happened happened. And A, it was not during the winter. And B, it just, uh, it just didn't. It just doesn't make sense for him to have even done that when he Mm. was 17 or 18 or you know it just you cannot be that damn stupid yeah and not think it's gonna come bite you yeah and and another important thing about this too is people like ted cruz and i forget who else but a couple i think mike lee of course mike lee and ted cruz because they're they're boof buddies um they uh i'm just saying they both ingest alcohol into their rectum together that's all i'm saying um but ted cruz and mike lee i think they were like well, you know, history and, you know, and it shows us that once somebody is a sexual predator in their teens, generally they, they're a sexual predator their entire lives. That's bullshit, because I'll tell you what. I know people, and I there are experiences in my life, uh, you know, uh, with, with other people. I'm not trying to be Brett Kavanaugh here and say, oh, I know somebody who was, you know... No, I've known people who were assaulted, uh, you know, and once somebody is like, oh, I'm a grown up now and I need to stop doing this kind of stuff. Once they realize what they were doing was illegal and in some of the stuff, actually, you know what the uh, I just learned today that what Kavanaugh did uh, to Ford was a misdemeanor in 1982. So he yeah. can't he can't be charged for a felony assault, right. even if they if they fu- decided to file a police report. Even though the statute of limitations is still open for that, it would just be a misdemeanor. So yeah, there are people who push the you know they they push the limits of the law when they are young, and then they snap out of that shit as they get older because they're like, I don't want to spend my, the rest of my life in jail. 
Laws change. Society changes. Things become less acceptable. So, yeah. So, Ted Cruz and Mike Lee saying, oh, once a predator, always a predator. Some people just have to, you know, fucking move on. Oh, yeah. And I um, posted the... There was something from CNBC about Avenatti's client when she was coming out and talking. Mm. Well, I got into it with a friend of mine from high school. Uh-oh. Uh He got blocked. He claims, I mean, and this is a guy you would think was sane. I yeah. don't know where he's learning what he's learning. Yeah. But I don't believe any of the shit he's spewing. No. He was saying that the far left wants to protect Roe versus Wade and just some other kind of weird crap. But yet, you know, this was, mind you, this was after I told him, you know, if you're accused of something mm-hmm. false, or if there's a false accusation once, fine. But if it's two, three, or four times, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, oh, absolutely. But it just, and I empathize if it is something that happened and it was not you that did it. Okay. But, you know, two, three, and four times you do the same thing. Uh-uh. That's enough. That's it a pattern. That's a pattern. But, uh, uh, uh yeah. Heather, yeah, Heather, we got to let you go. We're at the top of the hour. Ray, did you want to say something real quick before we let Heather go? No, no. I, I'm just, I'm with Heather on this. I'm with Heather on this. Me too. And uh, Me too. I, I really, I'm glad you called. Glad you called, sister. All right. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Heather. Talk we you love you. Soon. We'll talk to you Bye-bye. later. Bye-bye. So, all right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you to Heather and Francie for calling in. It is time for the break. I'm going to try and at least squeeze in one or two quick Mad Libs tonight. But we got a lot more audio to get to. And I know I don't want to keep this a whole big serious show, but we have Samuel L. Jackson. At least we have that, right? So, um, But uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with uh, the last hour of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thumbs up, everybody! We're walking Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Now let me take a wild guess here. You're Brett, right? Correct. I thought so. Um, I got into Yale Law School. Check out the big brain on Brad. That's the number one law school in the country. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. I had no connections there. I got there by busting my tail. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Beer. I still like beer. Mm. You mind if I 
have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down. Sometimes I had too many beers, but I did not drink beer to the point of blacking out. And I never sexually assaulted yes, anyone. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. He is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. Oh, look at that. Guess who just showed up in the chat room? Zelda McGregor. Yeah, I don't know. You haven't been here in a while. I don't understand why you uh, had a hard time logging in, but yeah, maybe there's a new, uh, uh, what do you call that, ter- t- uh, uh, agree to the terms of service or whatever that is. I have no idea, but uh, yeah. If you stayed here more often, you might not have to do that, Zelda. But anyway, it's good to have Zelda with us in the chat. And welcome back to, uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hello. Are you ready for that picture? Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you going to put it in the chat room for everybody? Here, or on Skype? here it goes. Oh. <laughs> could you could it have Make America Great Again on it, too? <laughs> Oh, we could do that. <laughs> you want a, a maga on that, baby? So yeah, maga. So oh, uh, maga. <laughs> here you go. And of course, the uh, one and only Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. De Braumeister, welcome back. Howdy, howdy. I'm just wondering, shouldn't that host be going up his butt instead of... (laughs) (laughs) I think it probably should, you know, you know, put that, you know, yeah, check out the big sphincter on uh, Brett. Let me take a while. I know, so... Uh, But, yeah, but is it band camp time, though, already? So, uh, it could be, yeah. And this one time, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. There you go. Yeah. Boof! The boofer, uh, yeah, <laughs> boof Kavanaugh, make it a thing, everybody, uh, and uh, and again, once again, though, uh, boof Kavanaugh talks about beer more than Bobber, and Bobber makes beer. So, uh, <laughs> and last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Our girl Friday, welcome back to the program. I cannot even believe we haven't discussed Devil's Triangle. Devil's oh. Triangle, yeah. Oh no, it's a yeah. drinking game where you put out three cups and a triangle. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it is, right? Yeah, Shel- that's and, right. Yeah, and he says to Sheldon Whitehouse, um, "You ever hear quarters? You're gonna ask Sheldon Whitehouse if he's ever heard of quarters." Can I just jump in here? 
the yeah. fuck that he was like, yeah, you know what? I was in college, dude. We played quarters. Yeah. He is really, he's he's emotionally retarded. And I'm Sorry. not using the word retarded lightly. No, no, I'm I understand. That is a slam at all. The fact that in his Senate hearing to become a a Supreme Court justice, he's like, dude, did you ever hear quarters? Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here, I'll throw a quarter for it. There it was. I don't know if anybody heard that, but I'm tossing quarters. But yeah, I mean, devil's. He really de- said that it was it was a drinking yeah, game. He lied. It's not he- a drinking game and when yeah and when he realized that sheldon whitehouse didn't know anything about even quarters he was like oh yeah it's just a drinking game like quarters yeah that's what it is no it's not it's about when two men have sex with one woman that is devil's triangle everybody it's a three-way three-way with two guys one girl three holes one girl So yeah, so uh, I'm not saying I'm not turned off by that. I'm 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 disgusted by the fact that you know. Uh, I mean, it's not anything I would ever participate in. But uh, if if the it, woman it's, gives consent, if it's consensual, fine. sure. But it kind of plays into the roofie getting yes. women drunk, spiking the punch, you know, running a train. <laughs> This whole idea of you ever heard of quarters? God damn yeah. it! Yeah. So uh, actually, at this point, we should probably play the Sheldon Whitehouse stuff because that that was powerful. Today, Sheldon Whitehouse um, said, "I believe Doctor Ford," and not only that, he began to uh, basically cross-examine uh, Kavanaugh. No, no, I'm sorry. He didn't. This is from today. He didn't cross-examine. He laid out the reason why a cross-examination should happen with the FBI. Because he brought up the July 1st, 1982 portion of uh, uh, Booth Kavanaugh's calendar that he kept. And he cried about the calendar. (laughs) Oh, my dad had calendars. My God, not even John Boehner cried about calendars. (laughs) Jesus. You know, I mean, you know, we got Boehner crying about Boehner crying about the American dream. You know, whatever. You know, yeah. Remember this. Yeah, here we go. The classic one. Uh, Making sure that these kids have a shot at the American dream. (laughs) Like I did. (laughs) (laughs) Free calendars from insurance companies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so so Kavanaugh was weeping. That insurance company was nationwide. It, he apparently I don't know if they're on uh, Kavanaugh's side at this point or not. No, I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but Sheldon Whitehouse, uh, he had a graphic of uh, you know a blown up part of that date that could very well have been the incident, the the, the date of the attempted murder rape of uh, Doctor Doctor Ford, and he laid out a. a a stunning argument and i have to think that this is part of what played into what happened today which is and we'll get to it 
but there's going to be an FBI investigation. I believe Dr. Ford. I may be wrong, but I believed her. And I believe Kavanaugh dodged and dissembled, ranted and raved, lied, filibustered, and prevaricated. I did not find him credible. I found him belligerent. I don't believe boof is flatulence. I don't believe the devil's triangle is a drinking game. And I don't believe calling yourself a girl's alumnus is being her friend. Letting Kavanaugh's alleged accomplice in the assault, the guy in the room with him when it happened, get away with a lawyer's letter and no testimony, no cross-examination. Here's Kavanaugh's calendar. Dr. Ford said that Kavanaugh and Judge and PJ and at least one other boy were all at a house. Well, we know Bart Kavanaugh was there because it's his schedule. And here's Judge and here's PJ. Here are all those three named boys and others at a house together, just as she said. She said Kavanaugh and Judge were drunk and that she had a beer. Skis is brewskis, beer. They were drinking, just as she said. Now, I will concede that the two girls aren't mentioned. But spot me this. If if you had just sexually assaulted one of the two girls, would you add the girls' names to your calendar? I doubt it. Mm. This may, may be powerful corroborating evidence that the assault happened, that it happened that day, and that it happened in that place. But with no FBI investigation, we can't tell. That's how you get out of Lindsay's batter's box. (laughs) You investigate. It's the least thing a sexual assault victim is entitled to when she comes forward. You cannot tell me Ms. Ford's allegations weren't credible. They were credible enough to get her before the Senate. And yet she was not given the most basic, decent thing that a witness or victim could be given after they come forward. Sincere or thorough investigation. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. So many great points there. So many great points. Mm-hmm. And I have to think, again, any logical or reason, reasonable human being hearing that, that says, no, we... We, what, what's an FBI investigation going to do? Oh, we already, we should have had it weeks ago. It's too late now. No, 
any no. reasonable, decent human no. being heard what Sheldon Whitehouse said and others. But Whitehouse, that was the most succinct three and a half minutes I heard all day today. I love and he that. He did that man. in five minutes. I love that man. Three and a half minutes. Right there. Yeah. I mean, and they're saying, well, we don't have time. Yeah, they do. Got all the time they do. in the world. 266 days. They have 266 days. They managed to find the time, though, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They managed yeah. to cough up another week. Mm-hmm. Oh, they sure did. Even though Lindsay had his little shit fit. And Ted Cruz. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, seriously, no Ted Cruz for anybody tonight. No Mike Lee. Those the insufferable is- little shits, they tried to deflect and, and pivot away from from the reality of this in such an yeah. ugly and deceptive way. I wouldn't even play it on the show. I won't entertain that shit. Not at all. <laughs> Go ahead, Rain. The bottom line is, the bottom line is that... He put this on his calendar, and this was the calendar that was released a day before her testimony. Mm-hmm. A day before her testimony. A day before her release testimony, which mentioned these boys' names. Mm-hmm. All of them. And so there was a pre-party, and Ken, you might know about this. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut you off, Joe. Well, I, didn't, I just said, mm-hmm. Well, no, you're a little older than... Me and Ken and Bob. But when we went to parties, and bear with me, John, I was being a smartass. When we <laughs> smartass. You know, we, we smart used to, ass. didn't we used to like go to a friend's house a little early to get together before we went to the party? Sure, because we never knew how Am much boo- we never knew how much booze was going to be at the friend's house, so we'd buy our own, drink that, and then go try and drink theirs. Right, or you wait for the person to drive you there or whatever. Yeah. And so she said yesterday, this was a pre-party. And and if you go back to to that entry, and if you go back to her testimony, she said this was a pre-party. And right there on on that entrance, it says we went to we went to I can't remember the PJs. first house. Then we Say that again. Was it PJs? Uh, or no, I, I don't remember. I'm not sure if it was PJs. Timmy's. This is something, or, this is something I've, I've been kind of going back and forth with you guys in our chat, and I think it's going to come to surface earlier. She basically said we went to a house. It wasn't a party. It was a gathering. And we were getting ready to go to somebody else's house. And that the night of that party was at this place, this, this guy, it was Squeeze. Squee is mentioned in his calendar entry. And so the only question at this point is, is where is the pre-party happening? And, yes. and it, it said in, in that entry, it was, it was Kavanaugh, it was Judge, Squee, and, and PJ. And I don't mm-hmm. even know about Timmy. Timmy might have been in the well. Timmy! <laughs> But people are looking at that house and trying to figure that out because the house with the narrow stairwell that she describes, that was the pre-party. Yeah, and, so and an important, describes an actual party that night with all an those important, people. An important thing there, Rain, if I may, is that Squee 
was the guy that Dr. Ford was dating that summer. Yes. And that was the connection. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because I did. I read that in 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 the uh, in the in the Waypo article, and she it was mentioned. Some I was so enraged yesterday that I couldn't pick. Yeah, she was she was dating him on and off. There is a yeah. direct connection to these two guys, to to Kavanaugh and Judge via right. the boy that she was dating. And that was the big question. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't even know you. You didn't even run in the same social so- social circles. Well. There was the connection. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Squee. Squeaky. <laughs> Squeaky. I'm not going to judge her for dating a name, guy named. But yeah, she, she, it wasn't necessarily a relationship. She was judge, you know, dating him. So, right. you know, it was like he probably said, come on over. He was probably one of the fellows in, in, in the. Uh, I'll in, bet in by the Monday. Room. I'll bet by Monday night we know the house. We know all about Squee. And we know the whole thing. I already kind of have an idea about the house. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, we need, it, we need verification. We need verification, and we'll talk about that on Tuesday because, uh, yeah, there's stuff. There's stuff happening right now. Um. All right, Bobber, did you want to add anything to that before we get to the next uh, bit of audio? No, let's let's go to the next one. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is this is the turning point. Sheldon Whitehouse, I believe, what uh, was part of that. And this is again kind of a longer clip. These are both kind of longer clips, so we'll probably be late going to the break. But um, Jeff Flake, who said, "Yes, I'm going to vote to confirm him. I'm going to vote to confirm Booth Kavanaugh," uh, was confronted by protesters in an elevator. For a long time, for like four minutes. I have about two and a half minutes of that here. Normally, I don't play this kind of audio because there are people that are upset and they are crying and they are in distress. But these women who confronted Jeff Flake are American heroes because I believe that they contributed to this big turning point we had today whether it's successful whether it goes anywhere i don't know well i i can't tell the future but these women are heroes and one of them was on anderson cooper tonight at eight o'clock eastern so i would recommend going and watching that interview but flake was stoic and silenced when he was confronted by these victims of sexual abuse, sexual violence. And it was powerful. On Monday, I stood in front of your office with Addie Barkin. I and told the story of my sexual assault. I told it because I recognized in Dr. Ford's story that she's telling the truth. What you are doing is allowing someone who actually violated a woman to sit in the Supreme Court. This is not tolerable. You have children in your family think about them i have two children i cannot imagine that for the next 50 years they will have to have someone in the supreme court who has been accused of violating a young girl what are you doing sir i was sexually assaulted and nobody believed me I didn't tell anyone, and you're telling all women that they don't matter, that they should just stay quiet because if they tell you what happened to them, you're going to ignore them. 
that's what happened to me and that's what you're telling all women in America that they don't matter they should just keep it to themselves because if they have told the truth you're just gonna help that man to power anyway that's what you're telling all of these women that's what you're telling me right now look at me when I'm talking to you you're telling me that my assault doesn't matter that what happened to me doesn't matter and that you're gonna let people who do these things into power that's what you're telling me when you vote for him don't look away from me look at me and tell me that it doesn't matter what happened to me that you'll let people like that go into the highest court of the land and tell everyone what they can do to their bodies Senator Clay, do you think that Brett Kavanaugh is telling the truth? Thank you. Do you think that he's able to hold the pain of this country and repair it? That is the work of justice. The way that justice works is you recognize heart, you take responsibility for it, and then you begin to repair it. You're allowing someone who is unwilling to take responsibility for his own actions, unwilling to hold the harm that he has done to one woman, actually three women, and end and repair it. You are allowing someone who is unwilling to take responsibility for his own actions to respond in the higher court of the country and to and to have the role of repairing the harm that has been done in this country to many people. No, no, thank you. What do you think? Senator, do you care to respond? Man, you want to talk to the staff right No, I want to talk to him. Don't talk to me. Amen. Amen, Amen to both of them. Amen. Um, I under, I, absolutely, absolutely. That was, to me, th that was the most objectionable audio I had for tonight, but it was so important, and these women need recognition. I don't have their names because this happened, you know, it, it, very late in the game today. Well, not that late in the game, but, you know, I was at work and where... Did not look at them. No. He didn't. He didn't. And 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 he was shamed. He was shamed. He was shamed. He was incredibly shamed. And and I'm not going to hold him up as like a superhero for what he did later on, a couple of no, hours and, later. And yeah, and we should. That was we nice. should. But but he could not look at them in the eye when they specifically said, "Look at me." Look at me. I found that so... It was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. He wouldn't look at them when they said, look at me. And I, I felt like, you know what, dude, you're a coward. And we'll I, see what I, I happens. Agree. We'll see what happens. But in that moment, he was a coward. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, again, it was just another, I, I, I you know, and uh, we, we probably should go to the break now, but it was another notch in the belt of justice today. Hopefully it goes somewhere. Hopefully we can get Boof Kavanaugh, just send him fucking packing. I don't know what's going to happen with, you know, again, FBI investigation. I've got a couple more clips to play regarding this when we come back. And then, believe it or not, we're probably going to try and do a couple Mad Libs. I know it seems inappropriate. Uh, Zelda asked me if, if uh, I've done a show yet where 
women just tell their stories. No, we've not done a show like that. We do encourage people to call and tell their stories, but um, I don't know necessarily if Turn Up the Night is the, the proper format for that because we tend to get wacky and weird. But uh, there were some there there were episodes of Resistor Sisters that um, that that was what they a, a lot of your shows were about, and I encourage that you know we we, we can they do you too. Know, as, yeah. as the one female host here, I I know for a fact I always call for people listening to call in and tell the stories. Yeah. And you know, but but there there could be a, a, a it, down the road, maybe we can do that. I don't know, but no, it, it's not happened as of yet. Um, but uh, I think we should go to the break now, and uh, because I do have a little bit more audio to play uh, from this, and I mean seriously, I'm actually skipping a fair amount of audio because uh, it's just been nuts. It's just been nuts the last few days. So, I don't know. Uh, the last two days. Not even the last few days. Just yesterday and today. Insanity. Yeah, Joe and I were like, yeah, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. And and Ken, I know you and Bob were both at work. <laughs> well, we were kind of spared, really. You know, from yeah, from I didn't this. miss one one second of it, and I gotta tell you, I was emotionally and physically drained from that that from yesterday. I was actually, I told Rain, I was sleeping when a friend of mine called and said, "Are you watching TV?" <laughs> I didn't know any of this was going on. Yeah, because from yesterday, saying, Bob? Oh, I was gonna say I got the play by play from Rain. Yeah, sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, that's okay. Well, I had a lot of exercise running down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, I think we're gonna do uh, uh, swimming upside down on this break here because, it, you know, th- this is a lot of lot of stuff to to digest here, and uh, swimming upside down. It's a four minute song, so it'll give me a little bit more time to clear my head. And uh, uh-huh. and it's also a magnificent song, Bobber. So, uh, I appreciate that. We all appreciate it. All right. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. No, I appreciate you, man. No, I appreciate you, man. No, man. Seriously, you. I appreciate you. So, <laughs> all right. We're gonna go ahead and uh, what the hell kind of radio station is this anyway? Uh, we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> go to the break, and uh, you'll hear the the bumper that actually says that momentarily. And uh, we'll be right back with uh, the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night. Right after this, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mind Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Eerie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And uh, I see there there is some concern there about getting more female voices on the program or on different programs. You know, it can happen. I just need people to, you know, be a little more proactive and let me know, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm open to anything. And Resistor Sisters might not be coming back. Um, not in the version that we we saw. Yeah, not not in the version not in the version that that it began with. You know, and you know, it, it's not it's not anything. You know, it, it's just you know, it was a new idea, and you know, it 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 uh, it didn't gel the way we expected it to. But we can we can I, do I other things in here. down I the road. I need to jump sure. in here because sure. Resistor Sisters was never meant to be a repository for women's stories. And and this show is not meant to be a repository for women's stories. 
So um, if, if, if there are any women out there who want a show, a show where women can tell their stories, I would welcome it on on this network. Yeah, and I've I've often said that too. If there is anybody uh, out there who has a good idea for a show, and I'll I've even offered up help to you know uh, tutorials on how I do what I do for broadcasting and podcasting and stuff. I'll, I'll gladly spend some time with you on Skype to figure out how things go. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. And again, we've, we have our call in number that we, we use, um, every show, just about every show. And uh, I do appreciate, and yeah, I, I do appreciate people talking about resistor sisters. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. But, it, it, but that, uh, resistor sisters, you know, is probably going to change. Uh, um, and, and you know, it's just there. Timing was a big part of it, and um, the the conception. It's not anything I can really get into because it's not my show. I was working behind the scenes on it, but you know, it it. Um, I'm not going to say it ran its course, but uh, things will be different down the road with. Uh, um, the cast and crew of Resistor Sisters. Let me just our, say that. Our show, our show, it's in hiatus. We yeah. We said September, and I know we're going into October, but our show was about women resisting patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That was our show. Um, I, I got It's say, not, it's, it's know, just can, not, can it's turn just. Up, turn up the night. Yeah. Wait a second. I really want to say this. Turn Please up the do. Night. Go ahead. I am, I'm a woman on this show. I'm the only co-host on this show. I'm a very proud co-host on this show. Um, Can you move I, into your mic a little bit more? I'm, you're I'm you're kind of quiet. That's all right. Can I blame it on the dogs? Why not? But, yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> um, we're not, we're not, a, I don't feel like you, Joe, and Bob are like, oh, we don't want women's voices. We do want women's voices, but this show, I don't even know how to put it. This show is not about just women's voices. This show is about all of the problems that we have going on. Our voices, my voice as a woman, is part of it. Mm-hmm. It's part of it. And and Resistor Sisters, it was never, ever meant to be a place to you know, segregate women's voices. And I'm speaking directly to Zelda, to be honest with you. And I respect yeah. her very, very much. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong if she wants to have a show. I don't think there's anything oh, wrong yeah. if we have a show like that on this network. I, it doesn't I, mean yeah. that we're it doesn't mean that we're segregating women over into a corner. Especially if you take a really good look at what this network has been about. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry to, if I made things more no, inflammatory. No, I, I don't think you did at all. It's just you know w- it, this is something that can't be resolved. In, it can't be resolved in the chat room. We're an open platform with this network for anybody who wants to do whatever they want, as long as you have a solid idea and an understanding of the technology that it requires to make a show. I will I will put you in there, you know. 
and you know <laughs> you don't have to pay a dime i mean maybe chip in here and there but you know i'm not asking for hey i'll set you up with a show for five thousand dollars a month you know or anything I, i've like shared that, a you know? lot of my personal female womanly stories yeah as it were i've shared them a lot and i know for a fact i've asked people on both resistor sisters and on this show call in because i don't want to be the only one yeah but this show also turn up the night is not a completely call-in show no no it's it you know and, and I've argued, uh, not argued, but I've, I've, I've always put myself out there as an equality guy. And yeah. however it works out, and, and you have to understand, too, with, with co-hosts like Joe and Rain and Bob and, you know, all the co-hosts of the past, like Tom and Matt and Deba and Shane and Danielle and Pro from Dover. Anybody remember that guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it's always in Kim, Kim, don't forget Kim, you know, Kim. Um, but you know, it's always kind of been about when you get on air, you gotta, you gotta have chemistry. You gotta have a, a repertoire, you know, you, you, you have to have, um, and, and I'll tell you what the, the most, P.S. Mueller. I'm sorry, I forgot Pete. God damn me, I forgot Pete. Um, but you know, you you have to. It, it's hard. You know, you do. I've been doing this show for like 11 years. I'm not gonna say hard. It's not hard. It's not a chore or anything like that. It's easy to do this show. But you have to make sure you have the right people, and you know, the way I've stumbled into having people on the show is just friends you know on facebook or whatever and it, it, it just it's worked out the way it's worked out i don't know maybe we're talking about this a little too much but you know there there are uh right now this show to me um has been the best it's been in a long time um you know i dearly miss ps mueller but bobber you are a, a wonderful man to be on this show you're funny, you're inventive, and smart. Smart! And uh, you make some damn fine music and beer. Um, but, but, you know... I, 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 music I'm, and I'm, beer. Music and beer. And But, no, I, I really feel like this is... We're a solid crew. We're a solid crew right now. But I don't want to be... Uh, I don't want it to be perceived as that we're excluding anybody or anything like that because I've be I've begged people for shows, and uh, I'll say one great thing about Tom Schaefer uh, before he left us is he hooked us up with Jody Hamilton for From the Bunker. Yeah, I'd love more shows, you know, uh, with, with uh, you know, and we have Janet on Southern Progressive Revival, and we have Michelle on Mike Check Radio. You know, there are women's voices on this network. Desi Doyen on the Bradcast and the Green News Report. You know, I, 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 if, if anybody has an idea for a great show, I will gladly discuss it with you. And I will help you get things up and running. Um, but, you know, at some point, it has to be all yours and you're like here's the finished product can put it on air 
and I'll do and it. And here's the thing. I, I want to answer. I know we have to get to Mad Libs, but I want to I want to respond directly to Zelda. Um, I understand that Zelda hasn't been here for a while, which is fine. We all come and go. But when when she says when she says here's what she said i don't expect i don't want to put her on the spot though because she's already i I don't i don't either i don't either but when she says within the context of this news cycle then maybe i overreacted because i do feel like here on this show i i am really fucking outspoken about women's issues yeah and I'm not um, just strictly talking, when I'm talking about this, I'm not strictly talking about Zelda's comments. Other people commented on this, too. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not either. So, I'm so Zelda, this isn't, this isn't just, rod. it's not just about yeah. you at all. Yeah, at all. I swear to God, don't, I'm sorry don't. if I'm using her as a lightning rod. No, that's what... I feel like... Um, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but... Well, I understand what she's saying in, like in the con. In the con, in. yeah, same here. I and would like more women to call in. Me when we too. We have the call-in parts of our show. Yeah. And I love all the women that call in on a regular basis. And, and we, God's honest truth. We had Heather and Francie. We had Heather and Francie tonight. Yeah, more women should call in. I I will have your back. You can stand on my shoulders. But yeah. We can only do so much as a show. Yeah. Well, you know, but we we can uh, we can do more because we could, you know, like I said, let's make this a clarion call. I would love to have more shows on this network, and you know, yes. to fill in where we have music. So let's let's uh, take this as a call to action. If you have an idea, let me know. I will help you. Um, you know, if you need it, some people, you know already know all the crap i do and it's pretty easy (laughs) um but uh but yeah uh but at any rate we should get back to the audio real quick i don't know oh man it's gonna be tough we got 10 minutes left Um, we're gonna have to do this uh we gotta play jeff flake uh today after that confrontation he had uh from those two brave strong women it's kind of a long clip, but we're going to have to get through it because this is important because this is at the end where they were voting within the, um, what do you call it, the, the, the hearing. They were voting within the Senate hearing whether or not to pass along Kavanaugh to the rest of the Senate. Jeff Flake decided to speak up and there's some, you'll hear uh, some other voice familiar voices in here as well. Normally we would start the vote right now but as a point of personal privilege I would call on Senator Flake. Oh thank you. Um, I uh, have been speaking with a number of people on the other side. We've had conversations ongoing for a while uh, with regard to um, making sure that we do due diligence here. And I think it would be uh, proper to delay the floor vote uh, for up to, but not more than one week, uh, in order to let the FBI um, continue uh, to do an investigation limited in time and scope uh, to the current allegations that are there, and uh, limited in time to no more than one week. And I, I will vote to advance the bill 
uh, to the floor with that understanding. And I, I've spoken to a few other members uh, um, who uh, on my side of the aisle that may be supportive as well. But that's my position. I, I think that uh, that we we ought to do what we can to make sure that uh, that we do all due diligence with a nomination this important. And I want to say that this committee has acted properly, and uh, the chairman has been over backwards uh, to do investigations really? from this committee and to delay this vote in this committee for a week so that Judge or that uh, that Ms. Ford. Dr. Ford could be heard, and she was yesterday. Uh, so, so that's with that agreement. Well, was she uh, really heard to advance the bill to the floor? Uh, uh, call roll. Just yeah. wait, just one second. Can can Diane speak? The po- could we have a description? Of- yeah, what are we voting on? That's the. We are voting on the motion nope. to report the nomination to the floor. The clerk will call the roll. Uh, Wait, that's not my understanding of what, Mr. Chairman, let the senator explain it. That is my, under, my my understanding, and if the Democrats could speak to it, if Chris or, or you, as no. we talked about before, that the Democrats would accept and endorse a, a one-week uh, FBI investigation limited in time and scope. Well, that is correct. So there you go. There it is. Jeff Flake, um, after being moved, hopefully a little bit by the likes of Sheldon Whitehouse or Amy Klobuchar or Corey... Um, why can't I remember his last name? Corey Booker. Booker. Um, you know, and not only that, but the those two heroic women who confronted him in the elevator after he was just like, "Yeah, I'm I'm going to confirm him. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. Yeah, for for Boosh or uh, Boosh Boof Boof Kavanaugh." <laughs> um, and uh, he decided, he said, no, I wanted a, a week-long FBI investigation. FBI can do a whole hell of a lot in a week, which is good. And not only that, but after that was said, Trump agreed to it and said, all right, let it happen. So hopefully that's happening. I don't know if the FBI can start this weekend, but please do. Please start ASAP. Hopefully, they're working right now. Um, They probably are. Yeah. So, so that is is our last best hope to get Kavanaugh out of there. Unless you know, uh, there's the blue wave, and we can impeach him if he's. uh, There's that. Can I just, I I need to jump in because I feel like one of the best things that happened today was, and it's infuriating, all of it is, was Jeff Flake was literally forced, forced into saying, let's slow this down. And I want to give Chris Kuhn some credit for this. Because Jeff Flake left the hearing room. Chris Coons followed him. Mm-hmm. And they were in a private meeting room for about forty-five to an hour, forty-five minutes to an hour. And it was after that when he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to vote yes, but I need a FBI hearing." And I think was- Amy Klobuchar was in there too with him. Okay, thank you, oh, Joe. Good, thank you. Good. 
But, you know, it was, I, I got to give them, I got to give all of them credit for saying, let's slow this down. Mm-hmm. And it was slowed down today. And I feel a lot better about that. Yeah. I do, too. I, you know. Joan uh, Bob. Just... Bobber. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that uh, I'll just wait and see how it goes. There's nothing I can do to, <clears throat> that's going to make any difference. You know, my senators are going to be voting against him. Um, yeah. So whether, whether or not this actually goes for a week and the investigation does anything to change anybody's mind, I don't think it will. Uh, yeah. But maybe it'll, it'll, maybe it'll raise enough stink. You know that Trump will pull the nomination, or Kavanaugh will just realize that okay, this shit's going to come out <laughs> as long as I keep yeah. you know pushing for this, and I don't want it to come out. You know who knows? See, I almost what have a. Uh, I mentioned uh, today that I would almost bet that the pressure would be too much for Kavanaugh if there's an FBI mm-hmm. investigation, and that mm-hmm. he'll say, oh, for the sake of my family and friends, I will withdraw my nomination. So I think what what he said about, you know, oh, fully cooperate, it, to me, yeah. it sounds like a, a, a big hunk of bullshit. And um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think also there's something else here we're missing, is that if they start an investigation... And they dig up something that he lied about to Congress. He's going to mm-hmm. lose his D.C. circuit job, too. Yep. Please, I wouldn't babe. be unhappy about that. Nope. Oh, I wouldn't either. No. I would be very pleased about that. So, um, all right. Any quick uh, final thoughts? We have technically two minutes left in the show, but I want to try and get these Mad Libs done. So, um, anything else you guys want to say on, on that? No. No, I'm good. All right, here let's, we go. Let's go to the fun stuff. We got quick Mad Libs coming up. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, Rain, I need the name of a famous uh, conservative. Um, John Wayne. John Wayne. Okay, Pilgrim. Wow. Yeah. I actually have a, a clip of a drunk John Wayne somewhere I could play at some point. <laughs> um, Joe, I need a number. 60. Bobber, I need a number. Um, 69. 69. All right. All right. Let's go boof. Let's go boof. Um, rain, I need... Rain, I need uh, another number. 42. 42. Uh, let me see. Where, oh, Joe, a verb. Sweep. And Bobber, last but not least, a verb ending in ING. Don't hold back. Boofing. Boofing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I already did use boof in this, but we're going to go ahead and uh, oh, okay. just um, we'll, we'll go with uh, it. The... Wait, you. Okay. Uh, what, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. All right. 
Alright, here we go. This uh, is from Presidential Mad Libs. This one's called uh, The Gettysburg Address, everyone. Four score and seven years ago, our squids brought forth on this book a pink nation. Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all murderfists are created corrupt. Now we are engaged in this great civil war, testing whether that knob or any knob so conceived and so dedicated to the blackout drunk task remaining before us. <laughs> so that this nation under John Wayne shall have a new birth of freedom and that government of the cats, by the cats, and for the cats shall not perish from the blobfish. Cats, look out for the blobfish. Don't perish underneath it. Uh, Alright, the second Mad Lib for tonight. A great debate. Moderator, good evening, ladies and ladies, polyps, and candidates. Each candidate will have 60 minutes to poop and 69 seconds for rebuttal. <laughs> After that time, you will not be able to droop. Our first question goes to candidate number one. Describe your views on booze reform. Candidate number one. I believe that the choice of jack wagons should be given back to the American skis. <laughs> I say Beer. let the people sweep. <laughs> Beer. Skis. Moderator, candidate two, would you like to boof? <laughs> oh, no. Candidate two, my opponent would like you to believe that he is being bloody, but in fact, we would need to, a $42 increase in dunce taxes in order to fund his plan. Once again, he is boofing the real party. <laughs> uh, moderator, thank you, candidates. And now a few more, a few words from our shit face. Also, I like beer. I like beer. Yeah. Oh my god. I drink beer. I like beer. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Beer. All day long. I drank beer with my friends. Sometimes I had too many beers. I liked beer. I still like beer. Had beers, have some beers. One beer, drink beer, drinks beer, drank beer, and drinking beer. You've probably had beers, Senator. Beach Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. <laughs> you know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer. I like you beer. For that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. You like beer, Senator, or not? Um, what do you like to drink? Next um, one. Hanging out and having some beers um, with friends, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Fully yeah. embrace. Yeah. Okay, Ralph. Okay, boof Ralph Kavanaugh. So that's why that's why boof that's why boofed so he wouldn't throw up. So Joe, what were you gonna just, say? Just Ralphin and boofing. Ralphin and boofing. Boofing. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphin and Boofin. Ralphin and Boofin all night long. 
<laughs> First you boof, then you valve. <laughs> yes, sir. Dear God almighty. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up this show right now. Uh, thank you, everybody in our chat room. Uh, sorry for the great debate there, but no, I just want to make sure that we're, we're, we are providing, um, you know, radio for humans. That's what this network is going to become in like, I don't know, 11 months, something like that. We're going to change the name of Indie Media Weekly to Radio for Humans, and I am open to new programming. And, of course, we have the call-in number for good reason. Uh, if we start getting more calls, we might, you know, and we do shows, like like I mentioned before. We do shows where I'm like, hey, phones, phone lines are open all night, but I still get, like, two, three, four calls. So, you know, bolster that. I, I'm, I'm trying to join some new groups in my area. Um, I, I just joined a, a Northeast Ohio Free Thinkers association and an atheist group looking forward to seeing what you know going to some events with them and uh you know should probably go to some democratic meetings and stuff like that but no we're we're uh we want to expand we want new ideas and i appreciate the conversation tonight about that but um you know my email you know my facebook you know my twitter let me know but let's go ahead and wrap things up right now because uh, I have a garage that I need to fill with crap. So, <laughs> uh, so who wants to go first? Who's who wants the parting shot first? Well, let me ask if if you boof, does that mean you do an anal Ralph? Uh, I think an uh, anal Ralph is called. I think an anal Ralph is called a foob. I think you boof oh, and you foob. <laughs> It's like a reverse. Foob. No. <laughs> no, we're just making shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Bobber, since you're a smartass. Well, actually, you're not a smartass if you boof. You're probably a dumbass because your ass is now drunk <laughs> from boofing. But no, no, uh, Bobber, uh, what else you got for us on the way out? Um, yeah, I, I just, I am, I don't have a lot. I'm, I'm mentally, I'm trying to just keep up with my own life you know and the things we got going on and um this this is just it just seems like the it's like watching a building implode in slow motion yeah watching this whole thing go on it's just another fuck it fucked up chapter in trump's america yep so i'm i'm trying to focus on on good things in my life that's right i think I think that's what people should do. Don't don't stop, you know, fighting, but at the same time, don't, you know, curl up in a ball in the corner because it's because all the fucked yeah. up shit that's going. Don't stop fighting, <clears throat> it, but definitely don't start boofing. Um, so don't stop boofing. <laughs> boofing. <laughs> Hang on till that feeling. Yeah. And all right, Rain. Uh, what do you have on the way out? Are you guys? You guys are enjoying the new new house, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but we got a lot of stuff to do that we. Yeah. All right. Here's the thing. We're in a place where it's like this can't get done until this gets done. Right. And so tonight we had a major victory. We got got the refrigerator in place. Oh. It yeah, was, it's it was, a big deal. The, the problem is, is the house, you know, is, is built in 42. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's built in 42, so it's not, you know, there's there's things that aren't quite square. As and the our, refrigerator our neighbors... was just barely fit, and yes. it would go in so far, but the wall was, was kind of slanted, and so it hit the wall. Our neighbor so... said tonight, the houses here were built in 1942. There are no 90-degree walls. Mm. So I, I had to just essentially cut out the sheetrock on the yeah. inside of the where the refrigerator goes to be able to push it in there. Oh my god. Well, yeah, uh, I know the feeling cuz our refrigerator there's a cabinet that needs to come out for it to fit. But we're working on getting a new fridge. We want one of those big my- chill uh 1950s looking repro fridges. But go ahead. Nice. Oh, nice. My big parting shot is don't give up. Don't stop believing that Bart O'Kavanaugh will not have a seat on the Supreme Court. I still have hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, boof uh, O'Kavanaugh. Telling you. In the we'll next see time. see what happens this weekend, because tonight's Friday night. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is the official vote. That's a lifetime. And, and we're going to have some heavy shit coming down this weekend. And I gotta say, Rain, the next time we meet for karaoke, we're gonna sing Don't Give Up, Peter Gabriel, Kate Bush. We're gonna do that. Duet. Ah. Duet style. Okay. Alright, I'll practice um, it. And by the way, I bought a karaoke machine for the grudge. Should be arriving tomorrow. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. So, but if and, memory serves, you don't have a plug. Uh, no, I do. I do. They forgot to put one plug on the right wall, <laughs> on on the long wall of the garage. They forgot to put one, and I talked to them today. And they're like, "Oh my gosh! Oh, we totally forgot to do that." We'll tell the electrician you definitely paid for that, and you'll definitely get that extra outlet. And I was like, "Damn straight, I will, motherfuckers!" And um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I didn't say any of that. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Joe, parting shot, sir. No, I'm 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 with Rain. Um, the vote's not Tuesday, by the way, because of this FBI investigation. Oh yeah, the vote oh, would be right. toward the end of the week. That's oh, right. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. But. Yeah. So, but um, no, I'm with Rain. Rain knows the, the Rain was rolled up in a ball like I was this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> we were hiding. I, I still didn't give up hope, though, Joe. I did. I did. I After, by by midnight last night, up. I told my wife, I'm going to bed. Don't turn the TV on tomorrow. Yeah. I don't want to see anything. Uh, I was, you know, as I told you, Rain, in the production chat, I was just exhausted from the whole yeah. the whole thing. But yeah. lo and behold, my, my, one of my liberal friends called me up and said, well, wake your ass up because <laughs> shit's going down. <laughs> Today's yeah. a big day, Joe. Yeah, it was. It really well, big. I have to say, so. I was asleep on my couch. <clears throat> Dreaming of the death of Republicans, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, my the only thing is my you know my mother. Taught me, God, <laughs> my mother taught me a lot of stuff, and one thing she taught me was never trust a Republican. <laughs> she said you could be friends with sure. Republicans, but never trust the fuckers. <laughs> no, no, and I never would. Yeah, and I she told sense. she told me, she said. When I'm gone, remember, if you touch a Republican lever, my <laughs> hand will reach from the grave and break your wrist. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. That was a little Joe, Joe Mom. He's going to get that seat. That was Joe Mom Kwando uh, there. Joe Mom Kwando. 
That's so, right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, and as I, as I told Raina in the chat, she reminds me a lot of my mother. My mother would like her a lot. That's awesome. It's really special. So I break your wrist too. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, gotta, now watch this. No, I'm just no. gonna break oh, the wrist. Come and walk on, away. come break on. Break the wrist. Seriously. Walk away. Jeez. Wow. Jeez. Uh, was that Lindsey Graham at the end there? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else, Joe? You want to? Uh, you got a plan? Uh, a game plan for the Tim Carmel show? Do you have a a, a a clown car tease? Oh yeah, we have a new product. Yeah. Oh. We have a new product. Oh, you do? Nice. We, yeah. Yeah, Lindsey Graham clutching pearls. We'll be selling. Oh. Them. Yeah. Okay. We'll be selling them. Yeah, and if you order quickly, we'll we'll give you a fanning couch with it. But uh, Details on Sunday. Do do they come in uh, baby size hands? Uh, in case you're president, and you I some? thought of that, but instead we made them <laughs> summer. In case you're really hot, yeah, <laughs> summer made of made of uh, EPA approved asbestos. So oh, uh, nice, very yeah, good. We're okay. All right, well, uh, we got to wrap things up right now. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around for the show tonight. Uh, in the minor controversy, not a problem. We will address all these concerns, and we will make uh, Indie Media Weekly the future home of Radio for Humans a bigger, better, more inclusive place. If you have the ideas and you have the motivation and you want to show, you just let me know, and we'll make it happen. Also, be sure to check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow night because... Tons of audio from uh, AWA, Anime Weekend Atlanta, from last week, where uh, Miles, Michelle, and Adam all went there, met some great people, got some great interviews uh, with their press pass and everything, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'll be on uh, the back end of the show tomorrow night, but be sure to listen to all three hours, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And uh, if you want to listen to some music tonight... I'll be casually queuing up some songs. I don't know if I'll be able to do requests, but uh, I'll check in on uh, the chat room from time to time on the night show and all that shit. But yeah, good night. That's it. We'll we'll see everybody on Tuesday, and hopefully, uh, <sighs> Kavanaugh will be Kevagon. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're a good man. A good man. A good man. Hello, darkness, my old friend.